0: and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com. A reminder before we get cranking here, uh, we are brought to you in part by uh, support over there at phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD. If you're a tea drinker or are trying it for the first time, just know that there are many great flavors you can get and they're based on stuff we've done here on There Will Be Dungeons. So if that sounds like fun, because it is, head over and check it out yourselves, phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD. I'm Scott Johnson with John, Kristen, Kyle, and maybe a guest. But before we get to that, let's throw it to Kyle, who will tell us what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons.
1: Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, we returned to town and constructed a plan. A plan to perhaps save the city of Atomer itself. Ko was going to go forge a lift pass To get everybody below ground, slightly illegally, because they're not technically allowed to go on adventures that aren't approved by the guild at the moment. And so he did so. And with that, let us roll your deception check, co.
2: Oh, okay.
1: It's an eight. It's an eight, but... (laughs) By the rules of D&D that we invoke, you're not really sure that it's an 8. You think you did an okay job. So you are off. I have a question. Was this on the forgery? Would you like to use your stuff?
2: Well, uh, so I I think in a case of because I'm proficient with a forgery kit, I think I'm allowed to add my proficiency to it as well. And would it be deception or would it be sleight of hand?
1: That is a good question. Because
2: that would probably be a very different roll considering I couldn't get lower than a 13 with sleight of hand. 14.
1: You are considerably more trained. Let's do sleight of hand then.
2: Okay. And do I add my proficiency bonus or...
1: Well, it should be already added to your roll there.
2: Okay. So... So so that would
1: be uh, you're using the tools to gain proficiency when you wouldn't have proficiency otherwise.
2: Right. Uh, It's a 21.
1: Excellent. So Ko puts together a rather fabulous-looking pass of his own design, having talked about town and received a look at one, having experienced one as well. You all, make your way past the front guards who do their normal inspection. Let's all make deception checks for that one. Ko, you can re-roll if you wish.
2: I got worse.
1: It was worse?
2: <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Great. That's great. Uh, I'm assuming we've had a long rest, right?
1: Yes, we have all that. rested since. That is the, okay.
0: the next day. I am. I just cantripped uh, myself when you weren't looking for guidance, so I'm just going to roll with guidance and let you know.
2: I am going to add my side-bolstered knack, so you uh, do let me know if this has any impact, because it depends. Oh, no, it, it didn't. I won't worry about taking it. I got um, a 9 total for it, my deception.
0: I also got a natural 20. I don't know how to feel about that. My first roll being a natural 20. I don't like it.
1: So you approach the guard post outside the main gate that leads to the previous financial district now overrun with monsters, where the lift lays beyond and the many dungeons of the Kalazar lay below. For some reason, it seems, that Ko is rather tongue-tied this morning, perhaps a little exhausted from staying up so late, making his forgery of the lift pass. Grinkeeper, as usual, struggles to craft a lie and stutters a little bit through her words. So Crandall Splendor Belt, in a moment of uncharacteristic deception, steps forward and says to the guard...
0: Eh. (laughs) I forgot what we should be asking. They just want to get in, right? Correct. Okay, I'd say... um... I'd proudly say, excuse me, we are uh, we require entry into this place.
1: Ah, uh, the uh the Delvers, correctly? Uh, you're not you're not listed for today.
0: We have quite the reputation. Uh, you should know from this alone it is important to let us pass.
1: Uh, I can't let you by without official word from the guild.
0: Ugh. Fine. I I have been given permission. D- directly, but you can waste your time if you'd like.
1: Waste my time? How do you mean?
0: Uh, going to find answer while we all sit around waiting with a waste of is time. Is there... Is there trouble? Eh, uh, there could be trouble.
3: Be- because we have a pass. We have a pass.
0: Oh, and yes, we have a pass. Oh, yeah, shit, we have a pass. I'm doing all this intimidation for no good reason. <laughs> we have a pass. <laughs> Are you... You do have the pass this morning,
1: and if there's some trouble, he seems extremely unnerved. Whether or not you've been convincing or not, your level 20, or your natural 20 here, has overwhelmed him with fear that he would somehow get in trouble if he denies you access.
0: For the record, I also got a natural 4, because I rolled 4 just for fun as a joke. Like, oh, I still have guidance, I may as well roll it, and I got a 4 out of 4 there. So, I don't know what's going on with my first two rolls, but heaven help the rest of the game. It's gonna be bad.
1: Literally heaven helping this moment as he
0: is overwhelmed
1: by your mighty presence and intimidation and lets you through Well, I don't want any trouble with the guild and you have the pass sir and you clearly have uh, places to be good luck to you down there
0: I'm grateful for your uh, expediency and out of my uh, bag I will hand him one of the smaller but firm and fresh potatoes that I took from the place before I left it's my gift to him
1: you all walk on as the camera follows you and his head tracks behind in curiosity, holding a raw potato in his hands.
2: Poe oh, earns his uh, nine deception and goes, Yeah, as he goes by.
0: <laughs> you're really mil- milking that one to get all the juice out of it before yep. sure you're done. Yeah. I good. gotta sell the nine. I like it.
1: You all head underground. And to the first level, Dungeon Level A, where you make your way swiftly back. You see all the various adventurers, the lower silvers, going about the sort of refreshing repeat dungeons that are here on the upper level. The less dangerous ones contain lesser monsters, Sturges, Dark Mantles, that sort of thing. And you make your way to the Gruber Lift and Lift, where you hand off the pass. It is immediately approved, and you descend downward. Now... As we did not have much of a plan as to where we were going to be exploring, let's roll some survival checks. Mm.
0: Survival.
1: Okay.
2: That's the 21.
0: Nice. What did you get, Kristen? Six. six. <laughs> 14 for me. Special guest.
4: am i rolling you yeah. can yeah you can <laughs> let's do it <laughs>
1: why not sure you're with us uh
0: Somewhere. no not yet not, we, not yet i'm not with you oh, she's no, not with us well you don't have to roll they then. can
1: roll where they are now oh sure uh
4: sh- oh gosh i have to find it on here
0: <laughs> which one what are we rolling i forgot already Put survival right second oh, survival. from the bottom Rebels. there it is way down there
1: oh. perfection <laughs> that's A funny
0: 20. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what the heck For a 25. Excellent. So, Grinkeeper, you're helpful as always in these sort of situations. Splendor Belt, you use your dark vision to aid Ko as you make your way down. Ko, you have a moment there in the depths as you all are exploring the dungeon level D, which leads down to E, where you know the flump bathhouses and many unexplored tunnels. You... Untie the cover on your gauntlet, your glove, and pull forth and reveal the the Kalazar blood amulet. And using it, almost like a homing beacon, like trying to find your car in a large parking lot where you've forgotten and keeping clicking the button. You start just sort of waving your arm about and slowly it glows. And following this glow, you go deeper and deeper and deeper, and you head past the staircase we went down last episode, and deeper and deeper as the cave grows more wild, more unformed, more craggly, more twisted. You find yourself crawling on all fours to go through a, a wet, drippy area of the cave. You find yourself turning sideways, which means there's a load screen in a video game, and you go even deeper. And eventually, you find yourself. At a massive gateway, a door adorned very much like those you have seen before. The great wings of a bat spread across and angling down. The skull exposed on worn stone as the statue relief. Below opens the door. The door, however, is already open and you see several rooms beyond. Immediately looking down some ways... You see collapsed statues. You see tiles on the floor that have been pressed in. Symbols aglow on walls. Some three rooms exposed downwards. Long writings of the ancient elvish upon the walls. But past those three rooms ahead of you, you see a figure. A figure holding a scroll of paper open, looking about. They're about five foot And from this distance, you can maybe even see cat ears.
5: Uh, alright. Ko will kinda
2: whisper to everybody, there's someone up ahead.
3: I'll take the lead.
0: Does it appear they are armed? I, I don't know. It seems like they're exploring, like we are.
2: I think I see cat
0: ears. Wow.
2: Does anybody have fish?
0: Perhaps it's just cave cat. We find out he's harmless. Lead way. Yep, it's the cave
1: cat. <laughs> it's harmless. <laughs> you go first. <laughs>
2: That's just a harmless cave cat. <laughs>
3: hmm. Oh wait, do we need gifts? Like with the Kuatoa?
2: No, oh. it, it's not a it's not a cave cat. It's
0: a it's definitely a
2: person. It's holding a scroll.
3: Oh, okay, cool.
0: Like oh. like a
2: it, it's not just a a cat.
0: In that case, I will pull out another potato and hold it proudly in front of me and not say anything. It's my gift.
3: All right, cool. And Greenkeeper will start walking ahead of everyone as best she can, leading the way with her uh, moonlight dagger.
1: With your dagger drawn, you cast the 15 foot low light in the area and it crawls across the ground and it exposes statues that have been smashed on the ground. They look as though as you pass by that their joints crumbled as though they once moved about freely. You move to the next room, you see a great sea of letters upon the ground. Some of them are aglow and pressed in. But the door beyond is open. You move onward. You see long paragraphs written on the walls nearby and levers pulled, multiple levers. Some are up and some are down. But the door is open beyond. You go in. And now you may open that shmeppy map link.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Or this is where you
1: find yourself.
0: I love how that word sounds after... We've been talking about serious things in the thing. It's like, now you may open your shmeppy. Open Prepare the shmeppy. Yeah. All right, there it is. Chat room can see it. We are at the gates. Or at the door, at the hallway.
1: Now, our guest, Carter Johnson, if you would like to describe yourself, what they would see from perhaps the back here as they approach your position.
4: All righty. Uh, so what? from the back, you can mostly see the cat, there's cat ears and a tail um, but most of my figure is covered in a a large backpack, like a pack, um, that is very, very full of things, but you're not entirely sure what things are in there Um, And also Sorry, what?
5: Go for it, continue
4: And also, uh, you can hear me quietly grumbling to myself
1: a grumble fills the space and you find yourself in a great large room allow me to measure it so I can accurately say it's mighty length some 240 feet wide a great square of a room a platform extends outward not unlike
0: uh, what is it Cerebro An X-Men yeah Cerebro the the platform and then sit in the chair and do the mind thing yeah
1: This platform extends out over a great sea of black goo on all sides. In the center is a square where the the platform extends outwards, making this landing here in this great room of black goo. You see the slime dripping from the ceiling between the cracks, between the unworked stone above, which is some 150 feet above. You also see a great staircase that goes off to the right, but seems to have crumbled downward. You see three platforms, one ahead of you, one to left, one to the right. Beyond that staircase now crumbled. To the left, you see the remnants of another staircase that once had golden railings upon it, but nothing resides but the railings, the bottom stair part, having completely been destroyed and crumbled into the slime itself. Out ahead of this cat figure with the backpack, you see an altar riding upon it and three objects glistening slightly in the light provided uh, speaking of light here uh, to our cat companion you have dark vision yes or are you just going without light
4: yes I have dark vision
1: excellent so in total darkness you have found this cat grumbling to themselves
0: uh, I would I would step up and say uh, pardon me are you uh, are you friend or foe
4: uh, she's startled and she says how dare you sneak up on me she swings around her, her backpack clangs all around
0: I'll go I ah! was
4: minding my own business you have no business sneaking up behind me
0: <laughs> that will freak me out and I will uh, try to not have this potato I brought as an offering fall out of my hand down to the depths make a
1: dexterity saving through while that happens if you'd like to describe what your face looks like now that you've turned around
4: so I'm very much a cat, you can tell, uh, with little tiny granny glasses on my face and uh, a big scar across my eye. Um, generally, a, a not not a very friendly looking cat either.
0: I have art of this somewhere. Where is it? I was going to show everybody. Crap. Didn't you send this to me? You did, right?
4: I don't think I did. I think I showed it to you. Did you just show it to me?
0: I can send it to you. I want to show people what you did. It's really cool. She did her own art, you guys. Um, alright. Uh, I was rolling a... What was that? A slide of hand, was it? Uh, dexterity bro. throw. Alright.
3: You get a plus two.
0: Alright, that would be a fifteen then, with plus two.
3: Alright, you give a little...
1: Oh, 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 oh. Oh,
0: but you manage to catch the potato before it hits the ground.
1: Still lays in your hand.
0: Phew, okay. Um, I would, I would approach her and I would, uh... I would bend the knee a bit. How tall are you, Carter? How tall is your character?
4: About five foot hunched over.
0: Okay, so it's definitely shorter than me. I would kind of bend over a little bit, down to a knee, and, and say, uh, we are also travelers here. We are trying to find uh, uh, things. We assume you are doing the same. Uh, we mean no harm, and I will offer the potato as a, as a sign of our, you know, our willingness to not fight on this platform.
4: I I swipe the potato out of its hand and I go ah, I'm too old for this. Do you either of you know where we are? I'll look
3: back. Uh, level little... D. <laughs>
4: yeah. All right, <laughs> Holy... you're cutting out just a little bit, so I didn't quite hear. What
0: you said. She said level D.
5: Hmm.
4: Well, I'm, try- I'm trying to find some adventurers to help me. This map's no good.
3: That uh, st- We're th- adventurers.
0: That'll startle me. I'll look back and go, eh, just, She has a she has map. We don't have map. She has map. As if that's a huge find and we're super stoked.
4: I do have a map, yes.
1: You have followed your map that you've gathered for yourself here. And in fact, what lays in your hands right now is a large scroll of ancient translations, which have allowed you to make it thus far. And as all of you look at this, uh, this old cat woman ahead of you who says they're looking for aid, you do know that the many rooms be- behind have all been solved all by themselves.
2: Well, it looks like you've made pretty good progress yourself. Uh, What are you needing others for at this point?
4: Well, you see, I've been around the block a few times in my life, and I understand a little bit, but I can't quite figure out this room here. My eyes aren't what they used
2: to be. Well, maybe we can help each other out. Uh, We've come in search of... uh, some sort of artifact of some kind, and uh, maybe we can help you solve the puzzle of this room.
4: I uh, hold up the, the scroll that has all the little symbols and things on it. I hold it up to them like this.
3: Grimkeeper walks up with her dagger to light it, and then just kind of shrugs as she looks at it. Thinking really hard.
5: Gridkeeper,
1: make a intelligence check.
3: A four.
5: Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: Can't make heads or tails of it,
5: guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the first thing we should do is figure out where we need to go. Uh, Have you checked out the altar at all yet?
4: Not yet. Uh, I've just been staring at this map for the past five minutes. Don't know what to do.
0: <laughs> I like it. We got a little vaudeville 20s, 40s kind of thing going here.
4: It's evolving into it a little bit. I like
0: it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, let's, let's roll some.
1: Oh, go for it.
2: No, we'll go ahead. Let's roll. This code no. doesn't have any uh,
1: great ideas at the Let's roll some perception checks then.
0: Perception indeed. A 28. A natural 20 for a 23. Oh my goodness. I, I mean, it's D&D Beyond, but I don't know why these rolls are going my way. Nine. I don't get it. Uh,
3: 16.
4: 17.
1: So you all kind of spread out across the platform here and begin moving about looking across the room. Grinkeeper, as our lowest perception, you know the obvious. You walk up to the altar. You see that there are four lines of text below it on the altar itself. On the platform, the flat top of it, you see three keys... Three keys of different gems. A blue, a red, and a gold. Gold isn't a gem. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yep. I'm these sure each have, <laughs> these have forms to them. There's the sort of skeleton key bottom look to them. But the tops, you notice three different creatures upon them. A grick. A hook horror. Just the head. These are just the heads on the top of the keys uh, formed there in the craftsmanship. And then what looks like a great bat with vampire fangs shown.
3: Okay, we might need to find tiny monsters and get their heads or something.
1: You occupy yourself there. Um, We'll call you GG for now. Or Cat. We'll call you Cat for now, as we've not disclosed your name.
4: Oh, yes.
1: Cat, you walk about, and you note the three distant platforms, which I will use my little laser pointer here. One at 75 feet up, one at 50 feet up, and one beyond. On the same level as the platform you're standing on. But all around you is the sea of black, thick goo. You also note a small boat made of some sort of metal or stone floating in the water and attached to it in a side hook is a long stick. Co? You got a 28, which wasn't natural. Nice. No. You walk about as well. You see these platforms and you're able to see in the distance on these on these distance platforms that there's some sort of carving in each of them and that next to the top is a lever but you can't make out anything beyond that even with your dark vision goggles here however you expose your gem once again as you walk about and it draws you to the center out almost pointing down and as you bend down and kind of get close to the slime and sort of expose your light to it you hear ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. Splendor Belt. Yeah. With your all natty dark vision, mm. you look about the room with your very powerful eyes today. Mm-hmm. You got some good sleep.
0: Yeah. Do I see anything of uh, note?
1: You notice that each of these platforms has a face carved in the bottom. The top would be the top of their head where perhaps one could stand some 20 feet by 10 feet. But the extension from the wall that supports the platform makes a face. And you see the face to your left has tears streaming down its face carved in a great look of sadness upon it. The one out in front of you covers its eyes hands kind of carved out of the stone itself and its mouth extends seemingly forever downwards in a scream and the one to your right a great mouth is open its eyes are closed but its mouth is full of sharp teeth and inside figures or people all seem to be collapsing over each other in a flame
0: beyond that's still like a sculpture-slash-relief type thing I'm looking at? Exactly. Okay.
1: Exactly. All right. You also can see that lever that I told Ko about. And next to it, you can faintly make out
0: a small hole. Oh. Wait, by the lever?
1: By the lever, yeah. So up on the platform at about navel height is a small hole on each of these platforms. So you have a face, a small hole yeah. at about three feet high, and then a lever.
0: Okay. With
1: your natural 20, something distracts you from this, and you see something that looks slightly like an oversized human spine swim for a moment in the water nearby. Ugh! Gives a little Dagobah bloop over
0: here. Um, I wouldn't love that. Um, actually, Belt really, really wouldn't like that. Um, you don't know this about this character, but he has kind of a deep water phobia of, like, what's really, really far down there when you can't see it. Anything other than, like, shallow pool water he is not into at all. Um... And so he would he would not just jump back but he would hurl that potato at whatever he saw as hard as he could without much thought.
1: Make a ranged potato attack.
0: <laughs>
2: All right. Finally. It took so long to get to this point. Do I get any
0: Now if I get a bonus to any ranged stuff, I don't.
1: Now you you'd make a dexterity attack and let's make sure you have proficiency for this is your potato. Yeah. All right. You could roll the same thing as your uh, crossbow, their crossface bow there.
0: Yeah, that would work. That is actually what I'll do. All right. Why do I have a minus one to hit? What is that from? Oh, because it's the dexterity. Oh, I guess you're
1: not proficient with bows.
0: (laughs) Well, in dexterity, I get dinged, no matter what I do. Um, So you'd be rolling with a plus three for this. Okay, let's do that. Oh, can I... Okay, d20, and then add... What'd you say I could add? What was it again? I'm sorry. Plus three. Plus th- oh just three in general. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know all those high rolls I was getting before? Um we're mm-hmm. done now with that. Uh a total okay. of seven, so four and a three.
5: <laughs> Gosh
0: dang it. I can't throw a potato. So
1: you accidentally dog trick yourself as you let go the potato behind you <laughs> and swing your arm forth. The potato bonks on the ground and kind of echoes across this large chamber. I will add just a note where thing there's currently nothing there, but that's where Splendor Belt says he saw the thing.
0: Yeah, and I would tell everybody this. I would say, uh, look, 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 it's hideous something big spine and I'd point in the water. I'd tell Ko first. I'd, I'd I'd get Ko all wrapped up in this as fast as I could for whatever reason. <laughs> Ko would look see if he sees it.
3: Is it one of the tiny monsters?
0: Uh, I would not say tiny. Unless tiny is uh if if you are a giant uh human uh towering above mountains, then yes, was tiny. But no, for us is huge. We are tiny for it.
3: Oh... And then, greenkeeper will kind of look sad that it's not a tiny monster. and Go back <laughs> to studying the words without actually studying
5: the words.
0: <laughs> I love it. Uh, I would turn to the cat and say, uh, "Are you aware of this? What is this?"
4: Uh, and I, I look into the dark water and I don't see anything. And i "What are you talking about?
0: You didn't see big? Uh, I don't know dinosaur fish thing with big spine."
4: And I, I kind of nudge him inside. I go, stand aside, let me look. And I lean over the edge and just kind of stare into the, the water.
0: And then I trip and push her in. At- no, just kidding. We're not going there.
4: <laughs>
2: oh man.
0: Um, got dark. I, I, this whole time it'll be, it'll land on me that no one's going to believe me. So, I will, I will kind of take the, you know, have the face of someone who's like, I, I'm gonna, you're gonna regret not believing me. And then I'm gonna be very watchful for, that spine again. Make your perception check there, cat. All
5: right.
4: Oh, it's a five plus nine, though, so 14.
1: So you look out over the water. You're not wearing any shoes, correct? No. So you can even kind of put your cat feet on the edge and sort of take the nails around and kind of grab the edge as you lean out over and look down. And you see nothing but just the thickest, inky black goo you've ever seen in your life
4: all right. I, I turn to sorry I cannot remember everyone's names
1: yeah, you, just to, to all uh, you don't even know their names so, you know, you, oh I don't they know, know their names up. you're right yeah. you're that's actually perfect Yeah.
4: I turn to uh, the one who was throwing potatoes and say <laughs> you foolish child you freak me out there for a second and I kind of bop him on the on the head on the forehead I'd reach
0: up and... Yeah, you'd have to reach way up and do it.
1: With, with, like, a kitty paw bop?
4: Yeah, just like a little (laughs) pat. Kitty paw bop. Kitty paw bop.
0: Non-lethal force. Please. (laughs) You receive a bot. All right, well, again, I'll be resolute and the... I know what I saw. It's just a matter of time for the rest of you to see it. Well, we find ourselves in this massive room, so feel free to ask questions.
1: I can impose roles as well, but this is where you currently lie. So if I walk... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Kristen. You're good.
3: How high up is the ceiling again?
1: The ceiling is 150 feet up, and you see some cracks in it where more ooze spills in.
3: Okay, cool. That was my question.
0: If, um... I'll get the little pointer here. If, If, uh, Crandall Splendor Belt the efficient was to walk toward the middle of this and then down this direction. Um, and I leaned over here. What what would I see? I heard. I thought you said something earlier about lava or something. Did I hear that wrong? I don't believe uh, I ever mentioned lava. But I don't that's know great. Why. <laughs> uh, I don't know why lava is in my head because it's water. It's all water,
1: right? Correct. Right. Well, the ooze that you've experienced so many times throughout your adventures here. Oh, right, right. So you would walk to the altar, make a right, and you would be heading upstairs. Very much those tight oh, stairs okay. like you descended previously, now you'd be ascending. All right. And it goes up to about 50 feet up in the air. And looking down, you would see just the edges and the little bits of bridge that previously existed to carry you out to that platform ahead of you. Okay. This would be the platform that you noted... ...has upon it the face of... ...a great maw with flames inside of it. Oh, that's right. And then if I walk the other direction...
0: ...what do we see on this edge?
1: So turning around, heading back down the stairs... ...you would see what looks like railings... ...that are still in existence. Golden railings that would have been alongside... ...another staircase heading up. But now the floor is gone. Only the railings remain... At about 35 feet up, out, over this gap, over the slime, you see where the bridge exists still and still holds the railings at about 25 feet high. But beyond that, a single railing continues upward. And in the slime below, you can see the remnants and the bits of brick and stone that would have been that walkway before.
0: All right. If this is Super Mario 2, we'd, we'd bring Luigi out and he can jump farther. That's how we'd solve it. But this is not that. <laughs> um, all right, that's all I would wonder or think about before the team made any decisions.:
2: Co um, would have definitely been amongst his looking around, interested in the altar as well, and would see the writing. And we had already uh, been shown a little bit of this this code, right? Um, the The cat lady showed it to us, right?
1: Correct. She had one of the scrolls, very much like what, which was purchasable. Excuse me, from the Sater <laughs> up in town. However, that day we had Bo's character with us, who could speak to even plants on the walls. Oh right, we didn't need it.
2: Oh, I forgot about that.
1: Um, excuse me, uh,
2: Miss Cat, uh, what was your name? Yes, dearie
4: Uh, name's Granny Goggles. I don't think I told you that before
2: ah granny granny goggles uh good good to meet you um this uh this altar seems to need a translation of some kind um do you think we could translate it
4: of course boy just because i'm a cat now doesn't mean i'm a fool and i waddle over to him uh and i and i pull out the paper and i hold it up so that everyone can see it but it's still in my hands
3: Grinkeeper will look over your shoulder and pretend to try and translate, but there's nothing there.
1: You can always go for a moment of clarity if you wish.
3: Sure. What would I roll?
1: You would roll a wisdom, a perhaps a history, if it would be better for you. Or an even an investigation might work.
3: It's solid ten.
1: Solid ten. Well, looking them. at... Looking at this, you know, it might just be some manual mental toil to get this done. You have letters ahead of you in an ancient writing. You have here the translation. Perhaps putting the translation to work with the letters ahead of you would translate the the actual writing on the wall.
3: It looks like it might be a translation. Right. Can we match the pictures and the letters? And I,
4: I kind of look at her funny, but I realize I'm holding the paper upside down and I flip it over <laughs> uh, and then I read, read and try to translate. Very hard to look at both of these things at once. <laughs> are
2: you, you going to also... make, make us translate, Kyle?
1: Well, I mean, unless someone can roll real well. I mean, that's that's the physical labor of the moment. Oh, wait,
2: what do you want me to roll? I've oh, been sitting be... here translating it for like the past five minutes, so I'm halfway done. But
1: that's perfect. Plus, <laughs> you do not you do not speak the required language, which would be
2: oh, it's Elvish. not in English. I'm not seeing literally what's right in front of me. No, okay. you
1: you see what's what's ahead of you. It's just that to translate it verbatim without having to do the hard work of translating, you okay. have to know Elvish. Oh, I don't. So you are doing the correct <laughs> adventuring thing by translating. I'm, mar- at the moment. I'm
2: married to a half elf, but we never had that conversation. <laughs>
1: You've learned some curses, you know, the kind of usual stuff. you learn. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I know when I'm in trouble.
1: Yeah. Some choice curse words, you know, <laughs> you, your name in Elvish, your full Elvish. name in Elvish. But if you're having that translation, go for it. The rest of you, it seems that Ko is, is at the translation with a piece of paper ahead of him. What do you get up to?
5: Hmm.
3: Greenkeeper's going to go mess with the boat.
1: All right, the boat floats some five feet out. You see it as this long kind of canoe-like structure that curves up on either side to a horn that faces inward. There is a hook off to the left that has a long stick inside of it. It kind of ebbs and moves a little bit as the slime below moves.
3: Can she grab a horn and pull it closer to the boat?
1: If you were to have some sort of object, you could lasso it to yourself and pull it over the five feet.
3: Uh, She just so happens to have that pink glowing rope. So she'll pull that out and she'll try and lasso it.
1: Very good. Make a dexterity check or you could do, man, use rope was such a great skill in third edition. It it, it did what it it did, what it said.
0: It did what it said. It was use the rope. You literally use the rope.
1: So I think 17
3: you could, for dexterity.
1: Excellent. So you give it a little lasso throw around, and you manage to loop that boat, and you drag it back over.
3: Cool. Greenkeeper will. She won't board it, but she'll definitely be ready to board it once the translation's done.
1: Sounds good.
4: Uh, Granny goggles just realizes that. Um, she does speak elvish
1: Ooh, <laughs> would you like to make an investigation check
4: I would let's see nat 20 to 24
0: <laughs> something with the Utah internet today man <laughs> I don't it, know what's going you? on I did roll a 4 so I guess the spell is broken for me
1: well Co, you have translated what so far
2: Grix escape the below. Necromantis hates the... I translated it as Bon, but I don't think that's right, and I think I messed up, and I think it says Don. And then Horrors, uh, C-O. As far as I've got.
0: John Don Jovi is what you would have done if it was a modern context.
2: That's what Co has on his paper.
1: Yeah. So... Ko has been translating on this piece of paper in front of you, and you've become impatient with his understanding of very ancient, elvish script from the Underdark. So you lean on over and complete his translation for him. What does it say? It says there, and if you would like to read it, Goggles Granny.
4: Ah, yes, uh, Grix escapes below, or escape the below. My eyes are what they used to be. Uh, Necromantis hates the dawn. Horrors consume all hope. Grix consume all.
0: Oh. What kind of God. nonsense is this? <laughs> Grix escape the, the below. Necromantis hates the dawn. Horrors consume hope. Grix consume all. It seems
2: like maybe it's some sort of riddle.
0: Well, they don't call me old plus zero intelligence for nothing. Uh, Greenkeeper would have, or uh, rather, uh, Splinter would have very little idea of how to solve this riddle.
2: There were uh, little, uh, on the altar, there were little uh, figurines of uh, creatures, right?
1: Yes, on the altar, there are three keys. Three keys. One green, one red, one gold.
2: Didn't it have something to do with Gricks and stuff? Yes. Okay.
3: Tiny monsters.
2: Tiny
0: monsters. The best kind.
2: Well, if I was going to guess, if I was going to set this up as a puzzle myself, I would assume that these keys have to go to the correct corresponding locks and I would assume that those locks would probably be on one of these three platforms. Three keys, three platforms.
3: I've got a boat.
2: But we need to decide which key goes to which platform and I think that's what the riddle's for.
3: Could we take all three across and try try them?
0: I don't know. Well, spunderbell will have no idea. So he's just looking around like a dummy.
3: How many people can fit in the boat?
1: On the boat, there's one stick. Three people could fit in the boat, though. Uh, you could, of course, stack people in. But each bit of weight, you assume, would make the boat more
0: precarious. And granny goggles are pretty... S- oh, no, you said you're like five foot something, right? Yeah. I keep thinking you're a tiny little creature, but you're not.
2: Like human-ish size. Sure. Yeah, let's not go too harsh on five foot for people. Uh, two of us who are not much taller than that on the show.
0: <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about, but it's fine.
2: <laughs> Just it could be anybody, but yeah. we don't need to. We don't need to make anybody <laughs> feel bad.
0: Sure.
3: Okay, so it looks like three of us can go across. I steered that crab, so I think I might be able to steer this boat, which means two more, if my math is correct, which it might uh, not be.
2: Is there any way to determine which platform needs which key? I mean, what if they need to be turned at the same
5: time?
3: Uh, Splendorbelt, can you see across the water here? What's on the thing? What would the boat take us to? Uh,
0: let me look, and I'll I'll squint real hard at the at the distance to see what I can see.
1: The one across from the boat is the one covering its eyes with its mouth descending downward into the slime. This level is right at the same level as the platform you're on so you would step off the boat about three or five feet up.
0: Well, that guy with a creepy mouth that freaks me out. But yeah, I'd relay this information. Okay, so if it's covering its
2: eyes, does that describe any of the parts of the riddle?
0: Uh, okay, so he covered his eyes, but he is screaming. Eh... Uh. Forgot the Discord. It. There we go. Gris get the balloon. hates the dawn. Horrors consume hope.
2: <laughs> that he said it in character. <laughs> He's just trying to figure out a riddle. Discord is a
0: problem. Um, horrors consume hope. Um, and I'll look and I'll like once again go. I have no idea. I don't know how frowny face, scream face, no eyes is it connects to this. I'll be a little frustrated. It's how I am in real life, by the way, with puzzles.
4: <laughs> I can not confirm that. <laughs> I hate them.
5: Well, well uh, if
4: Greeks can consume all, then that's probably the big open mouth.
5: Oh.
2: Yeah, that we makes... also have horrors consuming hope. Which one is all versus hope?
3: What are the other faces again?
1: So to your left was a face with tears streaming down its face. Right out in front of you was the one covering its eyes and its mouth descending downwards. And to your right was the great mouth with the teeth with flames and figures inside. I and
0: mean, that seems like something's consuming all to me. Whatever that means.
2: Right, but, uh... I think that does make sense. And maybe the eyes closed, the dawn would hurt someone's eyes, so maybe they would keep their eyes closed.
5: Grix
4: escaped the below. Sounds like maybe that's under us.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, Grix gets used twice, so... I think we I think we have an idea though uh the eyes that are crying you know if you lose hope, you'd be sad. I think maybe we send the horror key to the one that's crying, the necromantis key to the one that's covering its eyes and the grit key to the one that's consuming everything.
3: Cool. All right, now who's getting to what door?
0: Uh I will go where I'm needed and and, and uh, Kyle rule check here. Um would I know would would my cleric self know that if I use that magical weapon that I would would or wouldn't be able to send my mace across the room to like do a switch where needed or something like that, like a lever, without having to traverse a space. You know what I mean? Because it's oh, not quite mage thought. hand, right? It's not like mage hand super articulate. I don't know if this is, I don't know how controllable the sword is when it's not fighting.
1: Yeah, I would say you could easily bop it. The danger would be doing too much damage to a lever and breaking it, since it is a force based attack. Okay, uh, we would also have to see how far your weapon can go out from you
0: oh yeah great question uh where is it
4: and this little area over here this was like a bridge that had fallen right
1: correct correct you can you can imagine that there was once a staircase with a single landing that went up and up and up to the 75 foot platform beyond that had golden railings running down alongside it but and now so the, railing the
4: railing is okay
0: exactly so it doesn't specify how far away I can send it it only specifies the feature of moving 20 feet more and doing a second attack if someone's within 5 feet of that 20 feet or whatever But there's nothing in here about I mean there's a range
1: 60 feet feet range
0: area oh I just figured that was the range of where you could conjure it but it's actual effective range could be more on it's own right usually when it has
1: like a consistent ability it stays within the range listed
0: okay well, I'll take so you sixty. Could, 60's good. I like it.
1: So you could go to that would be.
0: I could easily reach the twenty-five over on the east side or the west side, and the fifty on the well. If I got up on the steps, that's true. Yeah, that's
1: true. If you if you climb to the top of the steps and reach beyond, you could give the smack of the lever,
0: on the platform. Yeah. Of the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna conjure it yet. I'm just seeing what Splendor Belt might know or not know. Well, first couple. The of first
2: thing I'm gonna do is uh, activate the psychic network and connect telepathically to uh, all these all these fine folk. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and activate that, and what this basically does is it's going to allow. Uh, for Carter's benefit. Uh, this allows us, you can speak telepathically to me, I can speak telepathically to you, and for brevity's sake, we just assume that I translate for everybody so you can technically do it to anybody to avoid me right. having to relay messages. Yeah,
0: so it's basically, the way we treat it is as if we're talking normal, but with stealth, basically, that succeeds every time.
2: <laughs> and for the next two hours, that will be active. Yeah. And so Co connects to your mind and thinks that at you.
4: Awesome goggles, Granny uh, doesn't even flinch. It's just like, all right, cool. Ooh.
0: She's used to it.
2: Immediately on board.
0: Mm-hmm. That's I have
1: I have placed here some tokens on the platform that you can use to mark where these keys are going or who has them at the moment. Okay.
5: Well,
2: I feel like I would be able to traverse this one um, over here. I could probably get there myself.
4: I the have
0: no idea. Cat person, I also probably could. Now, keys. Oh, that messes an idea I up. That's okay.
1: It seems that Grinkeeper immediately went over and grabbed the Necromantis key off yeah, the platform.
3: Yeah. She'll grab the key and go, All right, I got the boat.
2: I'm and- sorry, Kyle. Remind me which one this one is. It's the crying one, right?
1: The second Grinkeeper picks up the key. Oh. Everyone can hear the heartbeat ringing fast.
3: What is that?
0: Ugh. I bet that
3: this spying
0: creature I see before, that's just what this is. And I'll be really, really, I'm grabbing my maces, I'm I'm ready for anything. It slows. But you
1: continue to hear it as the keys are now off the platform. Mm. Yeah.
2: Uh, which one was this platform, Kyle? Is this the crying one?
1: Correct. I'll go ahead and make a little note by the platform as to what you have named it. Oh, I like <laughs> it. The
2: crying platform. That's good. Uh, okay, Ko's going to take the uh, hook horror key then.
1: Excellent. So we have a necromantis key with Grinkeeper gesturing towards the boat Ko has taken the O'Cor key towards the crying landing in the railings, and now there's the Grick key that still lies on the altar.
0: Okay. I would probably be be very interested in trying my theory over here on the on the far right, upper steps, the the uh up here. Here, I'll go up there. So I'd take the appropriate key and I would go up here, which is this one, right?
5: That's Correct. Me. Oh, the, oh yeah, you're
0: around. Sorry. <laughs> he just grabs <laughs> <laughs> Granny
2: up. goggles. He's like, "Let's go."
0: I went with the. key. <laughs> I went with the thing that looked the most like a color we never get. It's just because we're not used to having guests. But yeah, that's you. I, don't, I shouldn't move GG around. I thought Kyle named it GG for like good game or something. <laughs> would be totally on brand. We
3: solved it. Good,
0: yeah. get, good game, everyone. Yeah. Looking forward to the documentary. Anyway, I would run up there. And, uh, oh, shit. Just oh, as you grab the key sc- off the table. Scary. And, it, and I recognize that's not my own heartbeat, right? I know that it's some other source. Okay. I mean, you definitely give yourself one of those like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that would freak me out. A little pat down check. Um, all right. Well, I will, with maybe even slightly more caution because of that experience, I would come up to the top of the step steps. I'd move up here and I would see what I could see in terms of how the key needs to work. Can I tell from here, when you say key, is it like lock and key, little small space for a metal key? Are we talking about, you know, a round stone that fits into a goblet? Like, what kind of key is this? So the key in your hands, and you would have the green
1: grick key, it has the two sort of uh, extensions on the end of a skeleton key. It's a little over large, about six feet, or excuse me, six inches long. (laughs) Damn. Key to the city. Welcome, everyone. (laughs) Six inches long. The end of it extends out in the form of a grick that has been kind of pressed down to a smaller relief image. So you see the four tendrils out to the side and the beak inside. You see, with your dark vision out ahead of you at the platform, this would be the one with the teeth that you've identified. And next to the lever, you see a hole a keyhole. Okay. And around that keyhole is a kind of uh, constructed circle. Okay. And this looks, you know, crafted outside of the cave walls. Hmm.
0: All right. Splendor Bent would then try to do a f- attempt here. Uh, let's make sure this isn't stupid. <laughs> but is Splendor Belt stupid?
5: Mm, I know, I gotta play the type here.
0: Um, like my Sim Celestials don't do anything for me, right? Other than what they do in a fight. Can I get them to do anything? Alright. They're too dumb. Um, okay, I'm going to... Um, conjure my magical sword and see if I can't get it to not only carry the key, so imagine this Kyle, I'm not trying to beseech you or anything here, but imagine here's the here's my the tip of my sword or of my mace, okay, my magic mace, dangling from it is a key, because it's on the point, there's a little point at the top, It just kind of you know, over the top of the thing, it's a big enough key to hang there, if you allow it and then it it floats all the way over there because I can do it within 50 feet and have 10 feet to work with. It gets to the place where I can tell the keyhole is. And then I want to somehow, rolls or otherwise, I want to make that key like I want to get it just aimed right and then just hitch it on part of it and then, and then push it in. That's how let I need my sword to be. And I don't mind rolling this and failing. <laughs> but I'm telling you what Splendor Belt would absolutely want to do. So now you, you tell me what I got to live with.
1: So you summon forth your spectral weapon, your face mace. Yeah. And you attempt to balance it on top for the journey beyond. Yep, And it just falls through. <laughs> your spiritual weapon is a summoning of force that bashes when commanded. Yeah. But otherwise there's no hole for you to hook it upon and there's no balancing you can do on this particular object. This thing's for smacking. Crap. Now, perhaps you know someone in this group that has some sort of telekinetic whatsits, but you're not entirely
2: sure. Speaking of. Yeah. Uh, so, Ko would approach the uh, railing, and he would take out his sash, and he would tie it uh, around his waist and then with his uh psychic telekinetic powers the other end of the sash would float out 30 feet to kind of the end of the railing here and tie itself to the railing here as an anchor point and then because acrobatics is a weird skill versus athletics rather than attempt any jumping we already know ko can't jump despite being really good at it uh, he is going to attempt to run along the railing, like a mountain goat, and get to the platform.
5: All right,
1: sounds good. Let's make a acrobatics check.
0: <laughs> do goats do
1: that?
2: Yeah, they they run along stuff all the time. You can't stop them.
1: Oh, that's uh, twenty-eight. They meant rails. Twenty-eight. Yep. Alright, you masterfully run along a very thin two-inch railing, which buckles and moves beneath you, but you handle the sway very easily. This is more solid than a tightrope would even be, so perhaps you do it with great flair.
2: Yeah, I think so. Get to the end. The sash unhooks itself from that end. He pulls it back in. And then kind of repeats the process with the next uh, section of railing. Although the telekinetic ability only goes out about 30 feet, so it would probably be fastened more in the middle as opposed to the far end. Um, But then he would do the same thing on this one. All right. Another acrobatics check? The very same. Okay. 24. 24.
1: A little rougher this time, but not by much. And you manage to run across the railing, maintaining speed, and therefore, gyromectic balance.
5: <laughs> it's a good and then, new uh, word. Yeah, I like it.
2: A- <laughs> Co sends a message to everybody. All right, I made it to my platform. How are all of you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I would report back poorly, and... um that I'm not sure what to do now. You know what? I would ask that question. I would ask back to the group, does anybody have any way to manipulate this key with their mind and take it some sort of distance? About uh, 50 feet.
2: I can, but only about 30 feet. So you would still need to find a way to get me close enough for that. I think you're going to just have to find another way. Maybe our uh, new companion has a trick.
0: Yes, Cat Lady, you have way of doing it?
4: I might have, I might be old, but I'm not stupid. I'm not about to put myself over that much distance.
0: <laughs> uh, fine, uh, we figure it out together. Then I'm coming to help whoever's next, and I'll I'll be very dejected. Key in my pocket, stowed away spiritual weapon. Actually, he's still hanging with me because it's it's still on. And I'll uh, head down to help somebody else. Let's check out the necromantis business. Grinkeeper, what have you been up to?
3: Uh, she cast that day something spell. I need to look at the title. <laughs> daylight spell on the top of one of the horns of the boat. Ooh. So now there's 120 feet of light. 60 feet is daylight. And then I think it's um, low light for another 60 feet.
1: Perfect. So you have illuminated this
3: vast room. Yep. So it's going to be on the top of the boat. She's going to get in the boat, and she's going to start going forward to that platform, to the screen.
1: All right. So you are trained in vehicles, and you've shown such in our adventure there on the sandbars. Let's make, however, a acrobatics check.
0: very dramatic there for a minute
3: twenty two
1: twenty two all right you step down into the boat and it immediately gives with your weight but you're able to steady yourself and the boat doesn't tip over nor does it throw you in any way you step down and you grab the great stick and as you unhick it from the side you feel the massive amount of weight that it's pushing through
3: Cool, and she goes to the other side as best she can.
1: Make an athletics check. 18. You push off and unhook the great stick. And as you give a little push to the boat, it goes with you and your balance maintains. And you have to kind of drag it through the slime forward in order to find another point by your side... And give another push. But as you reach the center of the way, you find the stick stuck. Unable to move. Hooks perhaps on something below.
3: She will very gently try and pry it upward. Gently? You you give it a little force, because, you know, in case it pops out, you don't want to fall out of the other side of the boat. So a little force to see how stuck it is. And then a little more force until eventually it comes out, hopefully.
1: Perhaps this would be a sleight of hand, then, to unhook it.
3: Perhaps a seven might not do it.
1: (laughs) Whatever it's hooked on seems rather stuck. At least with the gentle force
3: you're providing. Okay, so she's gonna widen her feet as wide as she can in the boat, kind of squat to give herself a lower base, and then she'll give it a good old strength check.
1: All right. Roll a strength or athletics, whichever you prefer.
3: Strength was 11.
1: Roll an acrobatics.
3: Athletics or acrobatics?
1: You're now rolling acrobatics in addition to the one you just rolled.
3: It's a bad roll. It's an eight.
1: You give it a jerk with all your might there, which is a 14. Not strong enough to unhook it from whatever's grabbed it below. And you find yourself falling overboard and splashing into the slime. This splash rings out. Goggles Granny and Splendor Belt. You both hear and see the splash of Grinkeeper on her lit daylight boat as she falls into the slime.
0: Hmm. Well, I would immediately want to help. So I would say... Quick! We have a problem! In my head to everybody, and also... I'd probably say it verbally. I'd probably yell it. Because I'd be so... You know, freaked out at the moment.
4: How far out is she?
1: Off the edge, she would be 45 feet away. Okay. Grinkeeper, you find yourself struggling in the slime. Uh, you hear Splendor Belt's voice call out in your mind to get help, but what do you do?
3: Can she float?
1: So you, you're gonna, like, kind of let yourself spread out and just start floating?
3: She'll hold I She'll keep a hand on the boat, but she'll... You know how you can hang off the side of a pool and kind of lessen your touch on the side of the pool so yeah. you can float?
5: yeah. Sure.
3: Yeah, she'll do that and see what kind of situation the black goop is.
0: Well, at this stage, I would be. I guess. Oh wait,
2: you were on the boat. You were on the boat. Oh, I thought I was on
0: the boat. Aren't I?
1: No, we never brought this up. When did you get on that boat? Oh, uh, (laughs) when I
0: when I gave up with fifty foot uh, fifty foot garbage over here, I I said, okay, I'll I'll come help. Who's closest? Get on the necromantis boat. I mean, oh,
1: I uh, assumed you'd like help her down or something along those lines, but we haven't heard you from you for a bit. So oh, we'll yeah. assume you're back on the edge, sadly.
0: Okay, no worries. I'm back in town. one bit town. I'm back over at the dock. Sorry, everyone. Don't die out there.
1: Greenkeeper. For your floating, let's roll an acrobatics then.
3: A nine.
1: In your chain mail, with your weapons and gear, you're just too heavy, and you find your hand on the side of the boat starting to bring it over as you're way down below.
3: Okay. Um, feeling this, she's going to hold on to the side of the boat and start kicking... And pushing the boat, swimming the boat toward the the uh, platform.
1: Okay, athletics
2: like uh, like a boogie
1: board.
3: Exactly, twenty six. Twenty six.
5: All
1: right. <laughs> Having attempted to float and realizing you're not quite the dexterous type, you decide to turbo drive it with uh, feet like propellers towards the landing, and you do so. Great plumes and splashes of slime come from your back armored feet and you speed along towards the screaming face and find yourself parking along the edge.
3: Cool. She'll pull herself up under the platform, grab the key from the boat and start looking for a keyhole.
1: All right. spunderbelt goggles. You all, you, you watch this and it seems that both Co. and Grinkeeper are beginning to examine their side of things.
3: Oh, and knowing that Splender called out, Grinkeeper will give a thumbs up from the platform and like a thanks.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Because I would have seen it happen, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, so we'd see this happen. And we can... Can we see that she's... I mean, we can see she's good. And he's, she's given us the thumbs up. That, that we know. She's covered in slime, but she's good. Okay. Um. Well, in that case... I don't know. Is there anything we can do until they come back? I'll say to... I'll say to Goggles... Um. I'd say... Uh, yes, you have... Uh, you have any way of getting key... Uh, over over other side over there and I'll point up the steps.
4: Well you got any rope?
0: Yes I have I have rope. I have one rope.
4: Well give to. it here, dear.
0: Oh Alright, well I'm gonna I'm gonna buy into that confidence and hand her my fifty foot of rope.
4: Fifty foot of rope? Yeah fantastic i take it and i tie it to one of my daggers that i have in my bag yeah um and i throw it towards the the thing hoping to to catch it on the statue and kind Gosh. of giving us a little rope thing you're holding on to the like, other end of the rope you're obviously. going full
0: batman then this is like a batarang or bat um uh, hook or whatever
1: all right perfect let's make a dagger attack then
4: all right 13
1: 13 you throw it out with the rope and the dagger falls down but it's on a rope so you pull it back up again
4: All right Another 13
1: <laughs> you throw it out yet again and, and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't go all the way so you pull it up again uh, you do remember that in your pouches and many pockets you have many many magical potions that might aid you in such
4: Mmm, yes.
0: Let's see. (laughs) See if there's a toss the rope potion.
4: You say this and you make me think that there's something I can do, but I'm not sure.
0: I bet there is something in there. We Don't all have the um, same stuff, right? She's got she has a different inventory than we do. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't be looking through your inventory. Okay, just making sure you're no. not you didn't sneak something in my bag. And I'm,
2: but hey, if you want to look through your inventory, Scott, you know, feel free. Who knows what's in there? Yeah,
0: there's really? like an old frog guy in here. Oh, wrong campaign. Never mind. Uh, splendor
1: belt, hmm. roll an investigation check.
0: Okay, incoming. For a second, it was another nat 20, but instead it settled on eight.
1: You open your bag, you start looking around to see if you have anything useful, and you... Something's shifting around in there. Something's moving in your bag, and you're not sure what.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, that would freak me out. I would take my bag and open it and, and, and dig around real quick. Throw
2: it into the goo. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> I wouldn't freak out entirely, but I would, I would go through there and kind of like, you know, very quickly bat my hands around looking to see what's in my bag.
1: Okay, one second. Back to Goggles Granny. Uh, you notice your new companion Splendor Belt suddenly looks like he forgot his homework. However, you go through your bags. You see a potion of... Actually, I've never said this word aloud.
5: You can
1: do it. Communion? Diminution. Diminution? Diminution. Do you see a potion of diminution? You've used this before. Uh, With your many potion and alchemical experiences, you know that you can make yourself very small if you drank this potion. You have a potion of growth, you could make yourself very large if you drank this potion. You have a potion that gives you advantage, which means you roll twice. A potion of climbing, and you can climb better. You have potions of fire breath that would let you breathe fire like a dragon. You have potions of healing. You also have your alchemical jug, which allows you to produce eight ounces or more and perhaps gallons of honey, mayonnaise, oil, vinegar, fresh water, salt water, wine, beer, and basic poisons at your wishes. Jeez. Doesn't
4: this doesn't help me in my current situation. Is that a single
1: <laughs> No, perhaps that jug isn't as useful right now unless you require a mayonnaise. That
0: jug yes. is a single use item. Just curious.
1: Uh, it is a wondrous item and once per day you can make up to two gallons per minute of the requested
0: liquid. <laughs> oh my gosh. That feels OP to have that. I don't know why. So the one that makes her bigger, let's table talk for a second. Cause I'm on the same I'm over where you are, right? I went up there with you um yeah you're with me the the thing that makes you bigger would make it so that the distance is shorter right if you made How yourself
4: bigger does it make me
0: and so is it, it only you... is, is it only creatures kyle or can it be objects no you have to be able to drink the potion
5: yes, so it's an a object. drinkable
1: potion. oh, oh right. right it's a
0: potion duh. yeah not a spell um yeah because i think her mass is it double their size How big do you get? Uh,
1: So it is considered uh, doubled in all dimensions. Weight is multiplied by eight. You become large and you get advantage on strength and strength saving throws. So you'd be better at jumping, for instance. Hmm. But with getting really small, you would uh, half your dimensions. Weight is reduced by one eighth and perhaps
0: you could be tossed. 50 After foot I'll toss. Try. Oh, yeah. We saw how well my potato firing off went. That, that'll be great.
4: Yeah. After seeing that, I don't know if uh, Goggle <laughs> would be particularly
1: keen.
0: Did, well, she, did Granny did... Goggle see me throw the potato at the creature or no?
5: Yes.
1: She was oh, the yes. only one that witnessed you doing oh, that. That's actually. right. Okay. But yeah. you also know you're not the one that has to drink the potion. You could be the one to throw Splendor Belt. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's
0: true.
4: All right. Well, then I, I hand. Uh, Splendor Belt, the potion of dim, diminution.
1: <laughs> Agreed. We shall call it reducing potion. Reducing from now potion on potion.
0: Diminution. For,
1: um, for our own sanity. However, Splendor Belt seems preoccupied. Splendor Belt, you get down to your rations and they're missing.
0: And there was Oh, mo-
2: I, I know what's happened.
0: Great. And there was movement in there, right? Correct isn't that egg or something, is it? What, what did I have with me?
1: You push aside your many candles and you see, feasting upon your rations, <laughs> a small chicken that also has the shell uh, of a beetle with hooked hands. Ah, crap. I forgot. You forget that you have this from week to week. I know, you know that, right? I know, I know. I don't
2: know What's why. What's egg? I don't know why. What's the small creature?
0: <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, that's right. Um how much uh, real quick here, how much is this thing eaten in there? Like just a ration or all of them at risk, like?
5: Uh
1: it, it kind of yoded them a bite of everything. <laughs> <laughs> so you still have rations, it's just that they've all been slightly pecked
0: at.
4: <laughs> and yoded I guess he, ran, he runs around
5: the
0: camp. When he when he didn't know who Yoda was, yet. I love that scene. <laughs> Where <weird. laughs> uh, my home this is? All right, um, man, what do I do with this? I don't know what to do with him. This is the weirdest time timing. Um, he seemed fine
1: in there before. You you could just seal the bag and let him have out the rations.
0: Well, okay, let me ask you a question. Do I know enough about this creature at this point? Clearly, with all the thought I've given him, Um, do I know if I can tell him to do things for me? Roll
1: a nature check. Okay. Or perhaps handle animal.
0: Animal Uh, handling. Let's
2: do animal handling. That'd be fun. Can I make this newborn baby monster work for me?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Will it do my bidding? (laughs) Make (laughs) monsters work for you. Yeah. Ah, seven.
1: You know that it's base level imprinted upon you and that it does consider you its mother as for if you've actually trained it i doubt that highly and as for <laughs> have you have you taught it anything i don't think so either
2: considering it, you don't remember yeah it I keep
1: forgetting from i have the <laughs> really same do if you do recall at some point last night you took out your bedding you left your bag open and perhaps it crawled in there
0: yeah, I'm just, I don't remember this now. Am
1: um, I
4: witnessing all of this?
1: You're you're witnessing him thinking very hard at an open bag that just clucked at him.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, the reason I was thinking this is what if it could fly and we could send it with the key? I don't know why I'm so interested in doing this with like a semi-inanimate object, but it, it would obsess Splendor Belt to do this. Um, but knowing what I know about her potions, I would probably say... Give me the... In big in one, and then we try to reach it a couple of we can try a few different ways, one of which last resort we throw you over there,
4: oh honey <laughs> <laughs> she she gets this look on her face like i i don't think you realize what position you're in. you are not throwing me anywhere
0: oh great, well then uh, we have then we have no plan C, but plan a and B might work, just being bigger means we got a longer reach on the rope
4: but. Uh, I st- I still hand him. I hand him over the dim- the reducing. Uh, the, yes, potion. the
1: reducing
0: potion. Great. Yes, Great. reducing
4: potion. Right. I hand him you, it.
1: Do you tell him what it is? No.
0: Okay. Okay. I would oh. assume <laughs> it's, it's the, I drink would assume this. it's and Then uh, that's what that's what Splinter Belt would be expecting is enlarging himself. I'm because so it, happy. It would just make sense to him, so he would take it and and drink it down. He'd go for it. I assume all my stuff shrinks with me, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> Yes, anything you have equipped shrinks with you.
4: (laughs) Including the key?
0: Oh, shite. (laughs) Kyle goes into Kyle mode. Do you see that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) There's a change from we're all having fun here to... hmm. That's a very Mm, good question.
0: To the computer.
1: (laughs) Everything is wearing and carrying changes in size with it. However, if you were to place it down, and then pick it up again, it could be moved easily back to size. Okay. So,
0: Because that is how it's supposed to work. Something separates from you physically, then it, it's no longer under the spell. You are. Correct. Correct. So you could easily
1: manipulate the spell to okay. make the key normal size.
0: Alright, cool. I knew we'd find a way. Alright, well, then I guess I will shrink and and be surprised that I did. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> this just means bigger potato. I would say to myself, "No, um, I would be kind of kind of mad." <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> "What? I, I thought you were making me big."
4: And how how small is he now?
1: Uh, he would be half the size, so he's considered small. He's about the size. So Splendorbells is a pretty big man, so he'd be about the size
0: of a corgi and built like one.
4: <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Well, then goggles is going to pick him up.
0: Oh my lord, we're going right to it. Like
4: a like a pig at the fair.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: Well, first she's going to tie, she's going to take the rope that she was given and tie it around him. Mhm. Did you want uh, to drink
1: the embiggening potion?
4: That's actually yes, I would also like to do that. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh, now we really got a disparity on. So, All right. so let me ask you this while this is happening. I, I would note that grandma might be a few marble short of a full set and uh would probably just by, you know, by the proximity and by touch, I would transfer over a little guidance so she'll get a plus four to any stuff she's got to do. Like, <laughs> oh.
1: so, so the cat gets
0: in it, it's more like a what
1: would it be like a meow. <laughs> As you get bigger to 10 feet tall, you pick up the corgi-sized Splendor Belt, who ahead of him does a little prayer. <laughs> so he's about to be thrown and has a rope tied around him. And now you get to roll athletics with advantage, so you roll twice. Yeah, right.
0: and, then a, and then a d4 at the end for, from it's the guidance.
4: Athletics. Why can't I find athletics? What's wrong with up me?
0: High, uh, Could four. be
1: there in your skill list,
0: uh, fourth one down. There it is.
4: Yeah. Okay. That would be a
0: one. Ooh. Oh, wait, roll a... Uh, That's your your low one. Do your
1: other one.
4: Yeah, 14.
1: 14, excellent. Now roll a D4, which you can do by the little dice symbol in the bottom left, and then selecting the pyramid-shaped one, the bottom one. Ooh. Four. All right. Splendor belt, athletics. Okay.
0: I have that. A 17. 17. I'm sorry, 20 total with the bonus.
1: Ah! He goes (laughs) flying over, and you just barely kind of oof yourself in the chest onto the edge, but you manage to grab the ground and pull yourself
0: up. Okay. Uh, I would immediately take that key out, plop it on the ground in a space where I know it's going to re-enlarge without falling off or whatever. Yeah, minute. Yeah. returns to normal size and then i will grab it uh i assume it's heavier now hopefully that's not a problem um can i reach the hole that i can yeah, see yeah
1: so i said it was at three foot high navel about for you this yeah. is
0: now you know kind of
1: reaching up like a kid uh on the countertop for cookies but you're able to put it on in
0: okay i'll put it in and then hold let and let ko know through the network that i'm i'm there and then i'm ready to turn this key Aren't oh, synchronizing, right?
2: He puts his rations back in his backpack. He's had a nice <laughs> breakfast. Uh, while everybody was uh, figuring it out, he stands up, gives a little stretch, goes over. All right, he sends a message to Greenkeeper. Uh, they're ready. Finally, um, we're we're good to
0: go.
3: Oh, cool! Greenkeeper's been peeling the goop off of her armor. <laughs>
0: Alright, so, All right, so how do we over. want to... we do it on three, the Splendor Belt would say? Or is it on go? Well, con- considering...
2: I guess I'll just count to you, and yes, we say three, and then we turn.
0: It's three, then turn. Yeah, Silent and then, go. I don't know, okay.
2: pull the lever afterwards, I guess. I oh,
0: shit, yeah, the leather. Or lever. Where's the lever? Who's got the, the lever is to everybody's right of the keyhole, and it is currently down. Oh, so we're gonna actually lever at the same time. The key may not. I mean, the well, key we
2: turn just, the key and then we let's all push the the lever up. Yeah, that's but, the plan right now. If it changes, it changes. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Crank. It, turn the keys.
1: Everybody turns the keys and dexterity saving throws. Oh no! Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Me as well. Uh, no, you'd be safe. Okay. And let's see.
0: I don't know why there's
1: destruction 22.
0: happening. What was it, Do 20? I
2: get advantage? Not that it probably matters. I got a 20.
0: Uh,
1: advantage because of its uh magical effect? Yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: Okay. Uh
0: natural 20. one, but I also get a d4 with this.
2: <laughs> yeah, I you know, in case it's a four. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> I got a natural one, <laughs> but really I got a three do with me what you Uh, will Kyle
2: 28 28
1: there is a 10 foot wide uh square on this platform that you've only just noticed kind of a carving around the edges and as you all put in your keys and turns there's kind of a that grows up in a great burst of energy comes upwards crackling with lightning splendor belt you take 22 points of damage jeez this is lightning damage Co, you manage to jump out of the way as the kind of shocks up around the platform near you. Greenkeeper, you hear Splendor Belt react over the psychic network. You see Co dodge, and you also kind of look around and do like a whoa, 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 dodge. But you realize nothing, ha- nothing, nothing happened on your platform. Everything was fine. You're fine. Oh no,
2: we got two of the keys wrong. Oh, shit.
3: What happened? Keeper will think out loud.
0: I'm am uh, I too hurt to respond?
1: You you basically went through a classic DC electric shock. Okay. Like Superman receives frequently.
0: I would I would hope to have my faculties and go, uh, "Is we have wrong key? Must be we have wrong we have swapped wrong key with uh, probably both people."
2: Okay, hold on. And Co's cloak swirls around him and in a puff of smoke, he disappears from the platform he's on and appears right next to Splendor Belt over on his
5: platform. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. Splendor Belt would look tired, a little shocked and smoky, and then hand over this key very grudgingly and expect a quick exchange. So you're going to you, have to go over um, there. You
2: want me to throw you back across or anything? No. still holding the rope. Um, that's connecting him to oh, me. Yeah. So
4: he oh, has right. a way back.
0: That's right. I, I'm just, I'm still on there. Co
2: uh, will yeah. hand Splendor Belt the key and say, here, sw- switch keys real quick. Er, wait, no. He's yeah, but, got the right key. I'd, you I'd, just go. Uh, yeah. you puts the, right the key, key, key in and turns it, even though Splendor Belt's still on the platform. <laughs> See what happens.
1: <laughs> you put the, so you, you took back the. I
2: brought what? the horror key with me.
1: Okay, and you place it in. Yeah, dexterity saving throws for both. <laughs> wait, toys. he's got uh-huh. You have the right key.
0: It's it's. Wait, Greenkeeper, do you have the bad <laughs> key or the good key?
2: It doesn't matter. You gotta throw your thing. <laughs> yep, everyone's throw. doing dexterity
1: saving throws. Shite.
2: <laughs> uh, twenty. Uh.
3: Twenty-two.
1: <laughs> Greenkeeper sees this happening and dodges
0: nothing. <laughs> A nat 20 for a 19, because I have negative one.
1: All right, Splendor Belt. You know you're tied at the waist. You could jump off the platform and swing downwards and have goggles pull you back up, or do you do a side dodge?
0: Well, not knowing what's down in those depths, that would really freak him out, especially because he's like half his normal size or whatever it is feeling very vulnerable so what I would attempt is more of a Nathan Drake run on the wall kind of run and there's no wall but like so instead of just swinging out downward to be pulled up I would run as best I could to the side to create like a side swing side swing out and then she could start in her old age could start cranking me in before before it was you know no longer a good idea and All I right, Goggles
1: Granny, yeah. give us a advantage athletic. So roll it twice and take the better number.
0: All right.
4: That's a 15 and a 4. So 15.
1: All right. So in an uncharacteristic moment of badassness, but still very tiny... <laughs> Splendor <laughs> Belt decides that the best way to dodge would be to, like, Prince of Persia start running on the wall slightly. You you see this little corgi of a man start to do this. So you're like, oh, geez. <laughs> you grab the rope and start reeling him in. And that kind of momentum carries him around on this great art like he's on a fair ride. And he lands at the base of the stairs behind you.
0: Did it hurt? I'm I'm good. I don't no, go you
1: line. did it great. It was a nat twenty. You did it spectacularly. Oh, okay, will I'll drag your little token here. It's basically like a. <laughs> and you land just back on the base of the stairs down here.
0: Nice. All right. Well, that's a. I'd call that a mission accomplished, and I would I would run up uh, to this. Or not run up to this edge. I'd I'd yell up here. I'd say. Granny, come down, be be get off edge or whatever. Afraid that things are caving in everywhere and I don't I don't actually know that, I guess.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, Co, you're up on the platform and it just tried to shock you after you put in the key.
2: Hmm. Well, I would send to Greenkeeper, uh Okay. The we tried a different key and it didn't work either.
3: Um. Uh. Well, it said the necromantus hates the dawn. I've got the dawn here. Maybe a spell with it.
2: I don't know. Try. I don't know. Try push, pushing the lever. Let's see what happens if you
1: do that.
3: All right. Here I go. And the lever. You hear the lever push or click okay, if it does anything.
1: You push up the lever and it goes to halfway. And the ball at the end of the lever alights in a dim light, shining outward 15 feet.
3: Can she grab the ball off the top of the lever?
1: No, it's attached to the lever, but it's still only halfway up.
3: She's going to push harder.
1: You push it all the way to the top, and that ball at the end grows extremely bright and shines outward some 30 feet.
0: Finally found a lever after all that time.
3: Uh, anything else happen?
0: No, nothing else happens.
3: Cool. I've got a light.
1: Hmm. Maybe
2: there's an order we have to do it. Maybe we were supposed to do it in the order that it was written on the altar. Maybe. Well, wait, no, because you had the uh, you had the what the necromantis key.
4: Yeah. That would still be in order, though, if you don't count the top line.
0: Oh, right, because there is no fourth thing to represent the top, assuming it's in order. That makes me wonder if it is in order at all, because there's four of them. That would be really obtuse.
2: Well, it is a riddle.
0: Well, what if... um, So, Simultaneousness is ruled out, right? We, We think we're good there?
2: Well, yeah, we all did it at the roughly the same time, at least,
0: and only green keepers worked. And we tried the other keys.
3: But if it's in order now, maybe one of the other two will work, since the Necromantis one is full up and lit up?
2: Yeah, maybe. Maybe we should try the hook horror one. What do we color? think it should go here, or do we think it should go on the original one?
5: How fast
0: can you teleport off of, uh, platform?
2: Uh, that was the one teleport.
0: Oh, shit. This is not like, uh... You have no cantrip for for doing this.
2: Yeah, what's your plan of getting back over? Well, I'm a very good jumper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, one of us is huge right now, so you could probably help. she would reach out and grab you maybe halfway or something. And <laughs> some more parkour skill-checking. Um... <laughs> Man, yeah, being in how long do these potions last? Do we know that? Uh this potion
1: will last for a duration of one hour, <laughs> hour. in the alchemical form here. Okay.
2: Did you uh leave the Grick key or did you take it with you? Um Do I have both I, keys up here? As you would have both keys
0: because you never gave me the other key. You just did it, remember?
2: Oh, that's true. I did just do yeah, it. Yeah, you still
0: have both, keys. So so I I have out both of keys. I got out of there to avoid the dexterity thing. Um, before I found out what was going on.
2: Well, we felt that this one was the Grick key, right? And that that's what it should have been. Yes. I guess we can just try it now that one's gone. Cole put the Grick key in and turn it.
1: Dexterity saving throw. <laughs> okay. Damn.
2: Oh no. It got it actually was bad. Uh a twelve, but let's try and cyanac it. Uh because I'm assuming twelve isn't gonna make it.
0: So uh let's Did you say Psy it?
2: Yeah, Psy it. That's a word. Yeah, the the PlayStation exclusive. Oh, we got to thirteen.
1: <laughs> That's the best we could do. 15 <laughs> points of lightning damage. Guy screw and you.
0: Uh, Sky Nacket and, ch- and uh, chains or whatever. That's the new that's the buddy <laughs> platformer. Yeah. That's great. I'd play that.
2: You just get a very nope. <laughs> Sent to your to your mind.
0: Uh, so then what we're left is is what? If we put the other key in? So perhaps that is other it is it is this uh, the key you've not tried. I will heal you when you come back. You'll be fine.
2: Well, uh do you want the horror key or do you want the grit key?
0: Well we just did grit key, yes? We've tried both keys in here. Yes, but only uh only since Oh,
2: you want me to try the horror key again?
0: Well, it's I what else is to do? Okay, Ready, I'll, try the, gonna... I'll try
2: the I'll try the horror key again.
4: <laughs> before can i before you do that granny's getting annoyed and says just throw me the horror key please you, you youngins don't know what you're doing
0: why well, do you have information i'm no, over this with puzzle you now It's so easy <laughs> i'm over there with you now i would say oh what is uh, what do you mean why what do you mean uh, this this is easy and then you you know just looking for an explanation
4: I've been around long enough to know how stuff like this works. She's just kind of irritated.
0: I'll say I think old lady cat has idea in the in the brain thing, and she'll know I'm asking this because she can hear it too. Because everybody's hearing everything that John sends back.
2: All right, Co throws the throws the key over.
1: Oh, all right, make a ranged attack with the key, mm. so you can use your proficiency and all that sort of business.
2: Ranged attack. I'm nervous.
1: It's a thirteen. Thirteen, and you're throwing it at Granny. Yeah, Granny, make a dexterity saving throw. You do that by clicking on the dex that is on the left upper area.
2: Well, you know we yeah. can knack this too. We can signac everything. We can just it, it's it's fine. What if it was a fifteen? How does that strike you if it's a fifteen instead? We
1: still need that plus five dexterity saving. Well, the
2: good news is I don't use the psychic point then. That's fine.
1: (laughs) Unless it succeeds. We're still holding off on that. Yeah, silver lining. It's fine. I got an 11. An 11? (laughs) All right. So the key kind of throws wide, but somehow through psychic means, it kind of uh, 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 curves slightly towards you, and it misses your hands. But luckily, by the nature of the bin, like a bowling ball. It lands down on the platform by Splendor Belt. Oof.
0: Oof. <laughs> I legit thought we lost a key. And that Kyle had some evil backup plan if that happened.
2: Yeah, we'd go home without anything. <laughs> It'd be a real bad day.
0: <laughs> um. Alright, well I'll pick up that key. I, I'll heft it because I'm still small. And, uh... You know, hold it a- Outward.
1: Alright, so Goggles, you were going to go retrieve the key then? Because you had a plan. Yeah, you had a plan. Yes.
4: Well, uh, Goggles comes over and, um, and he's still tied like with a rope, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's still on a rope.
4: Alright, without saying anything and with just the most irritated look on her face, she picks him up and like once again, walking over to the edge, <laughs> uh, throws him towards the other platform, the, se- the crying platform.
1: All right, let's do that. Advantage athletics.
4: Athletics. That's not good.
5: <laughs> oh, that's Someone better. Else is going Sixteen. In the
1: hoop. Sixteen. All right. So you throw the corgi-sized splendor belt, who lands at the twenty-five-foot-high platform, about a third of the way ahead of you. Tiny splendor belt is either a run on top the bar like you saw Code did or you can do a little shimmy action.
0: Any advantage to my size for either?
1: Yes, you will lay weigh less and therefore disturb the bar less. Uh, you also, like a child, have less body weight you have to lift, so your previous strength is a little more useful.
0: Alright, I'll do a uh I'll, I'll do it, a, 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 you know, a, as, as fast as I can do a safe shimmy attempt. Do you cross
1: your legs and do it all Nathan drake or do you let it swing like Kratos?
0: Oh, geez. Um, even though I wouldn't run, I would do it more like, you know, a high-wire act guy. So, arms out, two feet in front of me.
1: Oh, you're going to balance. Okay. Yeah, I'm
0: going to try to balance it. Not <laughs> run, Not run it, but balance it.
1: Okay. All right, let's do a acrobatics
0: then. can do. Oh, really? Not athletics, eh? Just uh, No. Well, acro- athletics would be
1: hanging below and doing the shimmy. You're, you wanna, you, wanna you want to you want
2: to You want to balance. You had yeah. an easy way and a hard way and you chose the hardest way possible. So, the fastest acrobatics. way though.
0: It gets the job done quicker. All right. Um Okay, two things. I I do guidance again before I get on there and then you would um you told me before I might have advantage here, like actual rolling advantage or just some other proficiency or proficiency numbers or something. But what do you want me to use?
1: Your check is lower because you don't weigh as much and you're not disturbing the bar. All right. So that's on my end for you to.
0: OK, then I'm going to do. So I now. just do a normal athletics no matter no matter the modifier, right? Correct. All right. Here we go. Oh, a natural 20. I have a minus one to that stat. So 19. I don't it's like a.
1: Yeah, you're on it today. All right. So you give it a full blown like monkey bars pro, just
0: coon, coon, coon,
1: coon in your tiny little form, three feet high, and you end up with it over there no problem, swinging yourself on over.
0: Okay. Um. All right. So I'd be there. I would uh, make my way to a keyhole. Okay. And uh, I'll push myself over there. There we go. And um, say in my head, "We good? I, I can. I can I do this?" Yeah. all right all right
1: goggles granny you're orchestrating the business what do you respond
4: uh i'm too old for this
2: just do it <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh she she's the worst um
2: i like how she's apparently known this whole time and has just been watching us mess up and get electrocuted she's just like Ugh.
0: <laughs> it's so dumb she's just letting the younger generation get you know learn for themselves i guess um all right, I'm going to I'll do it. I'll plug it in and turn it and flip the switch.
1: You put in the key. Yeah. Dexterity saving throw. Oh my
0: lord. <laughs> what is going on? All right. Uh that'd be a big old, big old 6. You
1: take 16
0: points of lightning damage. <laughs> all right. Am I if I'm smaller? Do I take less or no?
1: <laughs> no, the lightning does not. Uh, okay, uh, it's
0: every, not like my hit points, no,
1: but a, he's a wee fellow. Let's be kind to
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was thinking like maybe the hit points scale, but I guess they don't, they wouldn't do that proportionally. There's more lightning, yeah. You're right. I should die sooner, yeah.
5: <laughs>
0: That's a good point.
4: Uh, Granny witnesses this and just goes, Well, can't get a ride every time.
0: Great. In my head, I'll be like, I, "This is going to kill me." We, it seems like you had good idea, like right idea. And, that, and I'll think to myself, "Boy, what would Paylor do?" To try to calm down, so I'll try to breathe through the uh, recent electrocution and frustration.
1: Can you can you, make can a religion check.
0: Can I do a religion check? That'd be cool. yeah, yeah. Why not? I got a nice beef. <sighs> a natural one. A five total.
1: Taylor's light does not reach this place. (laughs) This place is unholy. Uh, Grinkeeper, what have you been up to over there?
3: She's just sitting, waiting to come back on the boat. Uh, She's going to try unscrewing the gem on top of the lever again.
1: Roll a wisdom check. 15. So sitting there unscrewing trying to unscrew an unscrewable bulb. You've been thinking to yourself a little bit. You weren't the one that got shocked. This bulb lit at its brightest at the top. And the writing said, the necromantis hates the dawn.
3: Oh. Oh, guys. Guys, I just got it. Oh, oh you're going to love this. Okay. Uh, I'll okay, be on my okay, back. Okay, okay, I'll be okay. on my
0: back and go, what? Just say.
3: Yeah. Have you healed yourself, Splendor Not, not you
0: yet. I will. I, I just. i giving. Give me a minute to breathe. I'll say.
3: Okay. 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 So Necromantis hates the dawn, uh, b- right? Yes. Um. So the the dawn. Uh. There's light over <laughs> here. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, Go with me on this. Like, uh, the dawn, it became dawn when the lever was at the highest points. Like, what if levers are at different points, feeding things or hope or something? And Grinkeeper hopes that that's the uh, hint her wisdom was trying to give her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Splendorbell will say nothing, he will lay there
3: she had to push the lever up, and she still get didn't get shocked. So yeah. maybe it's not that. Well, you haven't Ding. turned the
1: key since you pushed the lever up.
3: Oh, okay. Now she'll turn the key.
1: Dexterity saving throw.
0: <laughs> <Is> this
3: one. <laughs> he got you
0: going right then.
3: Man, he got you. Fifteen. The
1: DM just guided you to electrocution. Yeah.
3: Oh, it's a saving throw. So a uh, seventeen.
1: Seventeen. You take five points of lightning damage.
0: I mean, I'm not keeping score here, but holy crap, that's a lot less than Splendor Belt.
1: So you turn the key while it's up full right now and at its brightest.
3: But when it was down at the bottom, it didn't do anything.
1: Correct. It did not shock you in that position.
3: Okay, let me try this again. And then she'll pull the lever all the way down and she'll twist the key. Oh, it's the lever, guys. Guys, it's the lever. Look, because watch this. Watch. I'll put it so top it shocked me. Middle. Middle's going to shock me. And then she'll (laughs) flip the switch to the middle and then turn the key. Watch, watch.
1: Dexterity saving throw. (laughs)
3: 23.
1: I mean, do you dodge?
3: She'll just stand there and take it. Okay,
1: okay. So you take half damage then. (laughs) You take seven points of lightning damage. But you did so willingly and with full fortitude.
3: See? See? And then she'll put the lever bottom again and turn it. That's three times, guys. That's three times.
1: Co-relaying
2: this message is going to push his lever all the way up to the top.
1: (laughs) You do so and it alights with a daylight brilliance. He's going to turn the key. You are not shocked.
2: It works, Blenderbelt. I think you need to do one. Uh, I think you need to be halfway up.
0: Uh, okay, and I'll kind of get back off my back. Uh, from feeling just like lousy for all this electric electrocution stuff. On my way up, I will uh, cure wounds on myself. Uh, for a grand total. Uh, four point. I'm sorry, ten points of healing.
2: I mean, I could be wrong about the all the way up or <laughs> halfway up. Wait, what did I tell you to do? Anyway, halfway. just you're gonna have to do something with the lever.
0: Okay, Kyle, will that be enough for me to understand? Do you think? <laughs> What what is it you currently understand and well, I think that's what your character knows. I don't think he gets any of it. He's going to be really disoriented by this and he is going to say in his head Please explain to me again. Halfway up need, what what? You need
2: you need to adjust the lever. To halfway? You yeah, have yeah. to do what's in your heart. No,
1: I can't. <laughs> bullshit he would say. Goggles Granny, what what is your reaction to all this happening around you? <laughs> I, I she, she sits down on the
2: ground, cross-legged, and just kind of in her hands. Look, we all figured out our part, Splendor Belt. You need to figure out yours. You know
0: down doesn't work. You've got two
2: other options.
0: Yes, is up is or is middle? Middle, I don't know. Is up is yeah, all the up, way off. You have,
2: you have a 50-50 chance of getting it right.
0: Okay. We try middle then, and I'll put it in the middle position. Because, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong, but up When it's up all the way, that's the off position we found it in, right?
1: No, down all the way is where it's been off
0: Oh, okay well, up tr-
1: all the way uh, was the most bright light at the end of the lever
0: Yeah, do in the middle, let's do mid If there's a setting in mid, let's do mid
1: You push it to middle and it's a low light that goes out about 15 feet
0: Okay And no, I didn't get shocked or anything weird happened to me?
1: Did you turn the key? Was that sound effect you agreeing to turn the key? Yeah, that was
0: me turning the key.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, sweet. All around you, the stone that the key is in begins to spin. And as it does, the key is consumed into the lock and moves inward. The slime begins to drain from the room. And that's where we'll go on a very short break. Oh, very
0: nice. All right, uh, we're gonna <laughs> take like,
1: you uh, guys took way too long to we're, out.
0: <laughs> we're gonna take a quick let's call it five minutes today, everybody. We'll be back in about five, and uh, we'll pick it up from there. We'll see you in a second. All right, we're back. It's uh, time for the latter portion of today's session, and we hand it back to Kyle.
1: With all the keys turned and absorbed into the walls, the slime in the room begins to descend down and drain into four great basins that bubble and pool, one at sort of each corner of the square room. As it does, it reveals the destruction of the bridges and stairways that are now about 10 feet high where they've collapsed beneath you. Splendor Belt, you find yourself now 100 feet up. ...from below the ground. Grinkeeper, where you were sort of base level with the ground... ...originally in the slime pool... ...you would find yourself 25 feet up below the bottom. Co, you would be 75 feet. Uh, same goes for Goggles Granny... ...who is now at the 25 foot mark on the original platform. All below is debris. You see discarded things. Perhaps the remains of adventurers who may have tried this room before but you're not sure. But you do notice is there's an altar below and upon it is a small three inch diameter jar and atop that a head, a skull of some kind and the heartbeat seems to resonate from this jar now exposed down in the basin below where the slime used to be. It's more towards Grinkeeper, whose boat has also clattered to the ground and sort of flipped sideways as it hit the bottom there. The slime still drains. The whole room is kind of angled towards these four basins that gather near the corners of the room where the slime now resides. You find yourselves all divided across the room. Splendorbelt over at the crying platform, Grinkeeper over at the screaming platform, and co. up at the toothed platform. Goggles is in the center of the room, still
3: enlarged. Um, Grinkeeper's gonna tie her pink rope around the lever, and then she's gonna descend. Actually, no, that's not Grinkeeper. She wouldn't do that. She would uh, hang off the ledge and then just drop.
5: Okay.
1: Grinkeeper immediately begins to clamber down. walks to
2: the edge and with a flourish, uh, steps off of it. And then gently falls to the ground.
1: All right, the ring, yes. Tiny Splendor Belt, however, is 100 feet in the air. What does he do?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I was just thinking, I'm kind of screwed. (laughs) Everybody else has a way to deal with their problems, and then
2: it's like, solve puzzles, Splendor Belt.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not only that, I'm tiny. So it's like further down for me, really. Although I'm lighter. Although, um, whatever. Terminal velocity will kill you no matter what. So... (laughs) Unless you're a squirrel. That's true. Why? Because they have wings, basically?
4: No, their velocity, their terminal velocity can never reach enough to kill them.
0: Oh, is that true? No. I didn't know that.
4: Because of how much they weigh and stuff.
0: So, wait, if you threw them off the top of, of, like, a a building... Yeah. ...a skyscraper, they would be okay in the end?
4: Yes. Ish. (laughs)
0: Say it with a question.
4: I imagine they wouldn't walk away unscathed, but yeah. All
0: right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna invoke the help of Paylor here. I know this will be a little out of the out of the whack for my character, but for for he's in a position where he's like, there's no way I'm getting down, unless I, I'm, I get assistance, and it's not going to come from those three. It's going to come from me. So, <laughs>
2: well, who said? Uh, me who said we won't help you. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs>
4: Aren't the golden rails still there?
0: Yeah, the golden rails are still uh, there. They're there, but if I want to get down down, there's no stairs leading down down, right? Not down down, no. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Paylor for guidance. As to, Paylor what to takes do. Paylor take the wheel. Yeah, either either fold Paylor take the <laughs> wheel or, or give me a hint as to you know how I could do this and <laughs> get out of here. Okay, make your religion check. Here comes my religion check. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. Oh, after I touch myself, by the way, that would be a 20. Oh, I don't need it. 23.
2: Your God's significantly <laughs> less likely to help you if you're touching yourself first.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so you basically are like, hey, Lord, be praised. How do I get down?
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, kind of. And I'll say this, you know, I'm saying it uh psych you know, not psychically, but I'm saying it in my head, and I don't care if anyone hears it.
2: Poe is slowly making his way towards Splendor Belt's platform, but he's not in a rush. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright.
1: Well you hear. Very carefully, Splendor Belt. <laughs> the evil lies in the pools.
0: Very
5: carefully.
0: I'll be like, all right, thanks, Paylor. Let's see. Um, while I'm while I'm waiting for people to come to see what they can do, is there anything about my the terrain of this pillar that suggests that I could scale it downward, descend it? It'd be a very tough climb, but you could do
1: it. Uh, you know, you put your your foot in the eye socket. It. it the problem is, it's that part of the climb. That'd be most difficult where the cliffside would angle back out. So you'd be hanging upside down while you kind of scale the face. If you were to just sort of jump out to the side, ignore the platform entirely, then you'd be climbing all natural down the cave wall. But all right. below you would face the part where the slime previously was, and that'd be Slimy Wall. Right.
2: Hey, Kyle. Um hmm. This section here, is it suspended or does it connect to the ground?
1: It does connect to the ground, yes. So it'd be 50 feet up right now.
2: Okay. Ko's going to go over to this. And he's going to uh, take Sultan's sash of climbing. And have it work its way up. And, you know, slowly like it does. And tie itself to the railing here. And make the little knots, which turns it into a 50-foot sash, if okay. it knots on the way up. And then he's going to tell Splendor Belt, All right, Splendor Belt, you just need to make it at least this far, and then you can climb down this
1: rope. All right, one second on that. Goggles Granny, what have you been up to?
4: Uh, Goggles is going to get to the edge, kind of hang herself off of it by her claws, and just drop down. Since she's like 10-ish feet
1: tall. Sounds good. And you easily reach the bomb with no problem. Grinkeeper, have you been full on a booing towards this jar the whole time?
3: Not selfishly. She's not <laughs> licking her lips or anything, like <laughs> drooling over this thing. It's it's more like Aladdin in the lamp. It's more pure hearted. Like this is the thing that has Gentleman Cavalier and it had Co's wife and something with Splendor Belt. Don't quite know yet, but I'm sure we'll find. Oh, Hissia, Princess Hissia. So she's going, and she's gonna... She's not... She's just staring at it, getting closer and closer, and without even thinking about it, she'd grab it and open it.
5: Okay.
1: So... Co, you've tied this rope, Splendor Belt. You're, uh... trepidatiously, you know, making your way back over to the bar to descend your way, whether you want to, you know, um... Um... What's it called when you when you like put a towel over it and you slide like you're in? Uh, oh, thought uh, your milk in a cow. But
2: uh, oh, like a zipline?
1: Zipline? Yeah, people really? pay for them on cruises. Yeah, so you and you can go down the bar. What
0: do you call that uh, creature? You get milk out of you sit under? you do this. You're a little tiny guy, and you going to get a lot of milk.
1: <laughs> um, so you're trying to figure that. Out. Co, you've just tied this rope. You see, grinkeeper about to reach the the jar in the center. Goggles. You see this as well.
2: Co uh, would just send a message and go, uh, hey, one minute, let's get let's get Splendor Belt down first. And oh, then t- okay. turn his attention back to
0: Splendor Belt. Do you want to hear what Splendor Belt is mumbling to himself right now? This is what he's saying. I don't know if anyone want hear it or not, but he'll go, yes people got stuff like magic soap, freaking blankets or whatever I'll go use that that's fine they told me to take those boots of speed they said take the boots of speed those are great great stuff for when you need it I can't get anywhere on my own and I'll be feeling very just really grouchy about my lack of traversal skills at this point and being tiny
2: (laughs) you got the same access to the same magical shops the rest of us do man
5: (laughs) (laughs)
0: nonetheless he would be annoyed (laughs) true but perhaps
1: going shopping would be a good idea sometimes perhaps other puzzles like this will come up as we near the end of the season
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just breathe the grape in alright well I'll make my way toward his uh, magic sash are you ziplining or are you shimmying? I'd shimmy. Okay. Go and make your athletics check, then. All right. Uh, athletics roll a 18. All right.
1: You shimmy down with expertise of a mighty shimmier, and you reach Co's rope and can descend down to the bottom level. Nice. Grinkeeper, as you started to... where You were called off the jar. You've kind of found yourself on the edge of a sort of invisible field that you've continued to play with. At five, at about 10 feet out, the heartbeat can be heard from this jar. As you sort of lean past that 10-foot mark, the heartbeat speeds up. You pull back.
5: She's gonna down. go
3: up to the jar. She's not gonna stay back. She'll she'll be knocked out of her trance uh, by Co, so she won't touch the jar. But she is ready to touch the jar as soon as the okay is given.
1: So you see a kind of pale ceramic jar, about uh, shaped like a, a vase, about a foot tall and three inch diameter on the bottom. It has. A golden ring around the middle top, and the very top of it, where you can see it kind of connects in, you see a bat head, a bat skull. Its head is facing up, its mouth is bare upwards, and its ears kind of connect with the rest of the jar as it curves backwards, all made of gold.
3: Cool. She waits.
2: With everybody assembled, Co. would, uh, head over and check it out as well and he would expose the the thing on his gauntlet to just confirm that this is what it's honing in on as he approaches
0: are we also we're still within the hour of our transformations right
1: correct but you do know that you have a spell as well as you could wish goggles granny to dispel it for you but you could you could dispel this yourself
2: yeah I could you just gotta right-click the icon in the upper right corner. It turns off.
0: <laughs> um. See, it not look like a pumpkin head for the next three hours. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> gotcha. Um. Well, wait. What do I have that will do that? Oh, we move cursed. huh it's not a curse though. Not really, or is it? How do I? You, you tell me, Kyle. In mechanics wise you can merely
1: wish it to be gone but in cleric flavor terms you cleanse your body of this foreign poison. Okay. At no expense to spells. You just have to go pee in the
0: corner. Work it through. Is that really a feature? I didn't know that.
1: Uh, Any spell that you know with with a potion it's a little different which is why Goggles Granny would be the one to help you out with this.
0: Okay well I would I'd try to wish it away. First.
1: Alright, roll a
0: medicine check. That'd be a 23.
1: You sort of focus on your digestion, and you cleanse your body and your chakras mentally with your own religion, medical knowledge, and a little bit of arcane you may have picked up along the way where you can dispel your own spells that are upon yourself. And you whoop back to normal size. Nice.
0: This is what it sounded like.
1: Now, <laughs> Granny, is th- this might be an insult to your potion which lasted a full hour which is not an easy concoction.
4: Yeah, It's pretty rude of you but uh, where is splendorbelt on the map?
1: Uh, he would like? so he would have jumped down and gone to the whoop, I'm grabbing the key. Uh, he would have jumped down to this level and then climbed down the rope that Ko was on so he would be walking by you while he transforms Mm. back to full size
4: as we go back this way as we're as we're walking I I give him a little I'm I'm assuming I'm taller than him at the moment
1: yeah you've got four feet on him
4: yeah I uh, give him a little tap on the head and I say you're not so bad kid kind of a dope but you're not so bad as we walk
0: nice I will (laughs) I don't know what I'll do I'll just sort of say alright fine whatever
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is condescending if anyone was not aware.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. He could feel it.
4: <laughs> um, And I guess we're making our way to the jar. Where I am.
0: All right.
1: Co is caught up to you, Grinkeeper, and Splendor Belt and Goggles make their way.
3: All right. Any hesitations? Because I'm doing this.
0: Uh, Do a quick. Um, hmm. I'd want I'd want to know if there if any of this is familiar, either from like a religious standpoint or anything I can glean about what might happen. Any knowledge of history, or you know, I don't know what check you want me to do, but I just I want to know if there's any of this looks like, oh right, that one time in third period in cleric school, they told us to be careful of this. You could
1: roll an investigation. You could do a perception. You mentioned religion there. Those are all very different checks. But around the room, we could all make checks before we. Engage.
2: Yeah, I want to see, and maybe you can tell me what sort of check this would be. I want to see if I can identify, like, what type of item this is. Like, I don't know if Ko would know it. He likes stories about stuff like this. Like, is this a phylactery? Is this, you know, is this anything special? Does he know any idea of what this might be?
1: Might be a history check then in your direction. Find out what. Since you're thinking more about stories. Yeah, nine. (laughs) What else do? So, Splinterbelt, you were doing uh, either religion or investigation. I'll do do
0: investigation, which should give me more general results, right? I would think. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to touch myself with guidance and then this. Oh, man. That was almost a d20. Let me run the extra d4. That is a total of 10.
1: Okay. Grinkeeper, were you doing anything?
3: This is going to be a new request. She's going to roll to see if there are any spells of third level or lower on this object.
1: Oh, interesting. What is the spell thingy?
3: Uh, dispel magic.
1: Ah, I see.
3: So before using it, she wants to check to see if she can even sense magic.
1: So do an arcane roll then. That's not necessarily sense magic, but you'd be looking for runes or magic traps or that sort of nature. 16. Goggles Granny, anything you're doing to help? Or do you let these kiddos uh, make a fool of themselves?
4: <laughs> well, I don't know what uh, thing this would be, but she, I pull out my map um, that I've been creating, and I'm looking all around the room trying to get as many details as I can to put on my little self-built map I've been creating.
1: Sounds good. Make a survival check.
4: Survival, all right. Has
1: to do with finding your location, making a Okay,
4: nat 1 plus 5, okay. so 6.
1: Oh, it's a big room, you know? You're, you're, you're busy inking it up.
4: I'm old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Co you got a nine on your roll. And nothing uh-huh. really comes to mind. Splendor you got a ten on your roll. Yeah. Nothing... Nothing too uh, direct comes to your mind, though. You do feel like, and you can't quite remember... That something about a three inch diameter something was important.
5: Hmm.
0: A three inch diameter something was important. Okay. I'll remember that. Splinterbel uh-huh. will remember this.
5: Uh huh.
0: Actually,
1: Grinkeeper, you give it a look up and down. You don't see any <laughs> classic marks for arcane traps. Or any sort of alarm spells or things you might have read about in books, at least. Book safe.
3: Cool. She takes the lid off. If you it grab- has a lid or something. Yep.
1: You you reach out and you grab the bat's head and you give it a little turn and with a, it comes right on off. And as you do, that heartbeat that was going stops entirely. And the room is dead quiet.
3: Grinkeeper will look in.
1: You look in. Do you bring your dagger over for some light? Yes. You look in and you see what looks like a shriveled, old, the driest little prune you've ever seen. About the size of a fist.
3: Gross. Gross. And she'll tell everyone to look in. (laughs) Not much, I guess.
2: I mean, do you think that this jar has anything to do with the pedestals we saw by that other altar?
3: We could take it and try it.
2: I mean, just before we do anything, you know, rash, like smash it. Coe's definitely looking right at Green
5: when he says that. Yeah.
3: Green has a flash of, oh, yeah. And then nods at Coe, very obviously that she won't smash it this time, but she'll go to uh, put the lid back on Spun and roll. then put the jar in her bag of holding.
1: Roll a medicine check. Medicine As check. A-
0: All right. Yes. You got it. Uh, that'd be an 18 you know
1: what this is you notice the ventricles the various chambers this is what a heart would be if it was dried out completely and removed from the body oh geez
0: and it's not moving right there's no like undulation or
1: beating or. Man. no the sound stopped the second the jar opened okay alright
0: um, I would say yes this is uh, you can see it this, this giant heart normal-sized uh, It's kind of small. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. His, uh, his heart, outside the body. He's not working, though. <laughs> it's, it's probably clear.
3: Cool. Wow. So, we take it, and we try it at that door. Yeah.
0: must not connected to anything, Kyle? Mm. There's no, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. veins, or anything connected to anything else? Like, any kind of base to it it's just sort of there
1: it has the 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 primary arteries kind of sticking out the top it has the holes where blood would move in and out but it is not tethered to the jar in any way there's no veins around it there's no growth in the area just seems to sort of sit in the bottom dry and sad
2: well before we take it um let's just make sure that this jar isn't trapped i would like to Check to see if there's any sort of obvious traps connected to the bottom of this jar. To where, if it were removed, would something activate?
1: Okay. Investigation. And 18. Looks like it's on some sort of pressure sensor. And if it is removed, something will happen. The pedestal will react. By your account, looks like it'll lower into the ground.
4: Does he relay this information back to us?
2: Yeah, I'd let everybody know.
4: I have the perfect solution. Oh. Uh, I have a scale, a small merchant scale I used to use at my shop. It may be of use to us.
2: Oh, so, like, we lift it off, we put it on the scale... We balance it out while someone holds the pressure plate down and then we find something that weighs the same and put it on there
4: that seems like a solid plan
2: um in case we have to make a quick escape i'm gonna just go uh take care of one thing ko's gonna back up and he's gonna ready the sash send it up to tie to the altar so that they have a way to climb out of here if they need to get out of the pit real quick. Okay. And leave them to whatever they decide they might want to do while he does that.
1: Sounds good. Goggles I'm Granny gonna, get out her scale.
4: And pull out the scale, and my... I'm assuming it's very large, but as I put it down, it gets small. Or...
1: Yeah, because it would be enlarged from with you, <laughs> who are still standing over everybody, but yes. you put down a giant set of scales and then shrinks
4: and to be shrinks. normal size. And, uh, yeah, I, I I mean, the jar is so small, there's no way I can, can get my paws in there, so anyone else wants to volunteer?
3: Yeah, I can lift this off. Who wants to hold the plate? I can do it!
0: I'd say way down there. Wait, you dispelled it, right? Didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah
1: I did. Crew. Never mind, never
5: mind. You're all <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah, I forgot.
1: You I can't forgot. talk
0: like that if you choose. That can be a character <laughs> choice. <laughs> the, the voice box. Belt's yeah. just
2: like, I miss talking like that.
0: My larynx didn't didn't go back to the right size. Um, I'll, uh, As, I will offer to help though. I I will hold it down.
1: All right. You see, Co, you have attached the rope, and you see Splinterbel giving some doc ock finger rubs, heading towards the jar.
5: Oh no! Hold realize- on. We got
0: it. this. Is a deep cut, you guys. <laughs> Alfred Molina, who played Doc Ock in Spider Man Two, also played Indiana Jones' friend who went in and then screwed him with the idol and threw me the whip and then got stabbed. That's a really good deep cut. Anyway, I just wanted to express my my appreciation, and if I could give <laughs> Kyle uh, inspiration as a DM, I would. You would have inspiration now. I'll, I'll take a bonus roll later. Sure, let's do it.
1: Uh, perfect Co. you see this happening, and you're fully aware that this is going to be a sleight of hand check
2: uh Co will go bub, 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 and he'll
5: come up.
2: um Splendor belt, I appreciate that you want to you want to do this, but I think it's gonna require a uh, a feather touch, which I don't think you possess
0: well, then who you can do it? yes. It's fine with me. I have no pride in this. You can hold it. Alright. Co will take over.
1: Alright. Then Co. you're gonna press down the piece until you the weighing has been done, and we will replace it with something else, correct? Yep. Alright, then let's do a sleight of hand check.
2: Thirty. Damn. Yeah, seventeen plus thirteen.
1: You take a look at it. You eye it back and forth. You know how much this weighs, pressure-wise. Maybe not the number, but you got an idea, and you nail it. Grinkeeper, you take it from Co's hand as he kind of rolls it off the edge to you. He keeps the thing down, and it's brought over to Goggles Granny, who begins the weighing. Yes. You put it. You put it on the scales. It weighs about twenty-five pounds.
4: Thanks. All right. <laughs> It's a heavy heart.
1: Well, the whole thing is a ceramic, uh, and then uh, the gold wouldn't weigh much. Oh, but the, the jar. The ceramic jar around it. Yes, this is not a rockin' heart. All right.
4: What weighs 25 pounds?
1: <laughs> well, if you open your inventory, there's weights, and you can all look through your various inventory and put together something that weighs 25 pounds.
5: Oh, yeah.
0: How much does potato
3: weigh? <laughs> A gift for the Calazar. <laughs> we
0: give potato yeah. 25 pounds. Potato. <laughs> How big is potato? Potatoes weigh
1: between 3.4 ounces and 10 ounces. The medium weight is 5.75 ounces, 136 grams. So you could probably
0: weigh that on her scale. And then have it as an option to cut up in, into increments if it's needed. So if we know it's, you know, I don't know, a, the half pound uh, d- uh, thing and we need a quarter pound, we can cut off the quarter, you know, a quarter of it. And now you got hmm. your pound. If it has to be that exact, I guess I'm saying. Do you have 25 po- pounds of potato on your person? No, but I have, I, have enough, <laughs> I have at least one potato left. I'm saying that you could use to top off whatever if you're short. Do you, though? Uh, th- I think I had a whole... I had three of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, In your bag, perhaps? Yeah. Oh, no. You can't oh, even
0: remember
2: shit. him during the same episode.
0: Gosh dang it. I forgot about it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Man, for some You open a- your bag no.
1: to search for potato, and you find them pecked to bits, eaten by some sort of creature that might reside
0: inside. I'll go, Frick! No, I'll say. Uh, I still haven't named this creature. No, you haven't. Um, I shall name you fat ass for eating all my food. No, I won't do that. Uh, I'll say. Uh, I go. Hey, this is not time for eating all, all food in bag. And I'll say this out out loud and kind of toward my bag, and not really thinking about what anyone else thinks of this. I don't even think they. I don't know if they'll notice or not. <laughs> I won't name him now. I'll still think about it.
4: Name him Potato.
0: <laughs> but if there's no food in there anymore, and that's all he seems to be picking at, I'd, I'd, sh- I'd shut the bag and say, uh, never mind on Potato, I don't have it.
3: What's in your bag? Uh, what was that? You remember, you uh, you
0: remember it? when we had we had the egg, and I took egg with me?
3: Oh, yeah. The
0: core egg thing. Uh, it has hatched. It has uh, been living in there for a while. It is eating all my food, so...
2: Uh, not that I'm not curious what is living inside Splendor Belt's thing, but uh, I this is getting hard to keep holding down. Yes, okay, so we- I've
3: got some torches. I don't need torches anymore. And Greenkeeper will take out some torches and throw them on the scale.
0: I have 20 candles. I could do something with that, probably. Let's see.
2: Okay, you- how, but are we going to be able to fit all this on an altar? Like mm. The math will add up,
0: but...
3: We could like we need- tie it in this shirt. Oh, yeah.
0: Like the same. or Indiana Jones did. He put sand in the bag. And then kind of weighed it, you know? While Alfred Merlino was back there going like this. <laughs> like
5: Kyle said.
1: <laughs> like using our classic... There will be dungeons naming abilities. This would make it...
0: Jindiana Eons. Oh my lord. Jindiana
1: <laughs> <laughs> a
4: story all right, Who's you putting unheard. one on this
1: thing?
3: Uh, so, uh, for, so, uh, puts three torches so that'll uh, get it to 21 pounds
1: As of right now, Grinkeeper's walked over with three torches which all kind of clatter off the platform onto the floor and then Splendorbell comes over with a pile of candles and dispenses those which also roll off the platform to the floor
3: Then Greenkeeper pulls an extra shirt out of her bag And starts to put things in there on the scale. And then once it reaches the correct weight, we'll tie it up and put it on the pressure plate. I think each
2: torch weighs one pound.
3: Oh, I had eight, and it was doing the eight pounds. You're right, one pound, correct? So I had eight. So she'll throw all eight torches into it.
0: These candles are only, let's see... (laughs) Torches and candles. It's,
3: they're pretty heavy, 8-pound torches. <laughs> I,
0: can't I mean, I have away. torches, too.
2: Co says, holding down a pressure plate. Yeah. If anybody want, I have 10 torches you could take. I feel like the, all these torches are not going to fit on the pedestal. I, you know, even as I say it, it seems like a bad idea.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It's a lot of torches. Can somebody, anybody conjure something? And say, "Oh look, it weighs twenty five pounds." Put it on pe- pe- pedestal. We are done. Do we have this?
3: Granny's got weights.
0: Well, what?
1: what oh. Granny has weights. Like weights? They weight? do come with your um, with your scale. You're able to. You have an assortment oh. of up to two pounds, but this is for like. Uh, doing mercantilism, you know, so you can like measure out something and then you put the little weights on the other side to try to sell it, but you only have two pounds worth of weights. However, mm-hmm. going through your bag, you do have the alchemy jug, where you can produce mayonnaise, honey, oil, vinegar, and wine up to an amount of two gallons.
4: Yes, but we have to have a something to put it in because my, my alchemy jug uh, only weighs 12 pounds full or empty. That's
2: but, true, uh... but shirt full of
4: mayonnaise.
3: <laughs> there you go. Ew.
4: Mayonnaise shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's gross. All right, I'll pop my, my alchemy jug on there. Doesn't matter if it's full or empty. Yeah, that's, uh, only
0: what, thir- that's
4: 12 pounds. 12
0: pounds right there. So if she generated... 13 pounds to go. If she If she could make... Can her 12 pound thing make more than 12 pounds of stuff? Or no? Correct. It can. It can. So if she wanted to make... What's the remaining number? Uh, what was it? 25 we're aiming for? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So 25 minus 12. I can't do the math. What's wrong with me? Uh, 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 six, uh, 14? We need 14 pounds? Do 13. Ever, 15? Do I have that right? 13. 13. Like In addition
1: said, to the 12.
0: So yeah. to get 13 pounds of mayo or whatever substance she wanted to make out of it.
1: Well, that's the jar itself, the magical jar. It can produce the, the mayonnaise to make 25 pounds, but then it wouldn't be in the jar. Yeah, so I'd if,
0: need some container. Well, that's what I'm saying. Hey. Like it, it, so she can't be a 13 pound jar plus 15 pounds or 13 pounds more of whatever goo she's making.
1: Right, the jar magically only weighs the original amount. Okay.
2: First thing we do fill the five gallon jug, then empty three gallons from the five gallon jug into the three gallon jug. (laughs) Wait, did I. Is that not the problem we're solving
5: this?
1: (laughs) Because otherwise, Jeremy Iron's going to blow up the bank. (laughs)
5: Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, deep cuts today. Yeah, rocks and gravel on the ground, maybe. How are we doing there? Is there a loose, loose soil, loose uh I mean, there's terrain. a bunch of
2: crumbled stairs, right?
0: Yeah, that's true. Oh, that probably means chunks of uh, mortar, you know, cement or something, dry and broken. So, we, yeah, let's do that. We'd, I'd rush around and grab up some of that and bring it back just to kind of help add to the weight of the thing. And to do that, we could probably, how, like, how big are these chunks? Is it something we could lay under her pot? I mean, I
2: bet stone weighs an awful lot. We might be able to find just a stone that covers it.
0: That's
1: true. Make an investigation check and you might be able to find the stone.
0: Who's got a good bonus on that?
2: I do, but I'm busy holding a plate.
0: Okay, I got a natural one with zero bonus. So
5: there's (laughs) that. (laughs)
1: The <laughs> Bell walks over to the whole stairway. What about this? <laughs>
5: Meanwhile, <laughs>
1: grinkeeper, you you pick up a stone. You you've hauled, you've hefted some heavy items. You wield a hammer uh, every single day. Let's see how much that hammer weighs, because you would be intimately familiar with the weight of a fifty-five pound chainmail, ten pound javelin. So, you know, some weights and you go around and you select and you find a rock and you bring it over a stone, let's say, bigger than a rock. You bring it over to the weights and it just crests 23 pounds. Now.
4: Well, that is, isn't that perfect? I also have two pounds of weight with me of weights.
1: So. Placing on top some of our two pound weights, we reach that 25 pound point. Now, however, we must move the rock and the weights at the same time and replace Ko's hands. So, it's going to take two people doing the sleight of hand check. Ko to maneuver his hands out of the way and help and someone else to place the rock and the weights on top in place.
4: Well, I got big old paw hands, so I feel like someone else should be doing this.
5: Thank you, has
3: a plus one bonus.
0: Uh, My dexterity is a negative one. If you're aiming for dexterity. But I could I could do a D4 and it would be like having at least a normal score.
4: I mean, I could also go for it.
0: Well, what are you, Carter? Are you negative something?
4: Hands. I got plus five.
0: Oh, you're better oh, than yeah, us. You, you should do it. Do it. Yeah.
4: Too easy. No. Okay. I guess I'll pick them up. Both of them stacked on top of each other and let's do this.
0: All right. Are we passing out blessings? Um, Whoa, did you just roll a 20? A non natural. Uh, normally I would bless that, but I think that's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
5: both rolls are out and they're pretty darn nice.
1: <laughs> can get out your. Uh, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh,
0: <laughs>
5: just wave it on Looks holy enough. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's fine. I got a 19 on mine. So, also so the, good.
1: So, Co you sort of maintain the weight as you roll your hands out of the way goggles granny you move your hands and together the two of you place and still maintain those little tiny roundish weights on top of the rock and let go and it holds and nothing happens at all?
3: All alright let's go
1: Greenkeeper, Keeper, you said you were gonna pick up the jar and put it in your bag of holding? Yes. You do just that. We ascend up the rope provided by Co. And then where where do we go? Do we go home? The room. Yeah, we wanna go uh the door put, sand. Try the
2: try this in the thing. Try it in the thing.
3: Alright, alright. <laughs>
1: Goggles, Granny, you start heading back towards home, feeling like you've at least helped these adventurers succeed in their business and perhaps help save the town in some sort of way. And are these really the heroes that was spoke of in all your visions, uh, propelled by alchemy? Perhaps. Uh, you see them turn onto a particularly spooky set of staircases, though. Do you follow them?
4: Uh, Granny is done with this adventure. She's she's a little she's a little pooped from the, all that. Uh, yeah, so she, she turns towards
2: home first. Are you, uh, are you not going to be joining us?
4: Well, young child, do you want me to join you? I got nothing better to do these days.
2: I mean, I just thought, you know, we, we found you in the middle of a dungeon. You know, don't you want to see it complete? Find out if this is the answer?
4: keeping up with you young folks is is such a difficult time for me but i guess it's still a few hours till my bedtime
0: was your only goal here's uh, why am i talking like that <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I well, do. <laughs>
1: don't go down them stairs <laughs> yeah i wouldn't go up there. hour
2: belt would have been a very different character if that was the voice he had yeah. landed
0: on i might go main in my our next campaign all right um I'd say uh why why to what end are you in this dungeon then? Is it only to make uh to make map?
4: Well, son, I'm trying to save my town. And uh not sure if anything I did here helped, but I might as well go back and look.
3: Wait, what's going on with your town?
4: It's it's I'm just trying to save it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sometimes
1: a you town get a feeling is the same all? town. Perhaps the same town we all live in, Atebror. <laughs>
5: perhaps she's from
1: this very town, you know?
3: has no idea. She just nods in understanding. What's she wrong too with your town?
2: To Our town's in trouble, it too. It needs saving. So does ours. It's weird.
3: <laughs> you know, we share a connection here. Yeah.
2: I think this might be happening everywhere.
0: Well, you should come with us. We will, uh, you know, protect you and and finish this out. So perhaps give you the best chance of saving, quote unquote, your town.
4: All right. All right. A little bit of young blood is good for me anyway. And she'll she'll follow them.
1: And so we descend down, down the stairs, down the stairs, down the stairs. And... Cockles, Granny, you realize that these young kids are going very, very far down the stairs, and they would have to walk back up when they're all done. Would you continue to go? <laughs>
2: we just talked to poor old lady into going like miles downstairs. <laughs> she
4: she stops in the in the middle of the stairs, completely winded. Yeah, she's, <laughs> I'm not as fit as I was in my day. I don't know if I can follow you all down here. It's, the journey up sounds much more difficult.
2: It it is. It's you know, I forgot that it was this many stairs. Um even I don't like it and I'm not thrilled that we've made this decision.
0: Well, this is great then. Uh what uh, Greenkeeper what uh, what uh, what do you want to do?
3: Oh, I'm going. I love stairs.
2: Well, uh goggles granny uh thank you for your help we couldn't have done this without you i hope i hope everything works out for your town good luck if we can <laughs> do
4: anything to help let us know yeah look me up next time you're around i run a little alchemy shop in my town
2: oh that's excellent what you know maybe when we're done saving ours we can visit yours and uh you know we'll stop in
5: <laughs> that's good and so
1: the youngins descend down <laughs> Gago's granny returns to town safely, heading up the stairs and taking many breaks at her leisure as needed. You all head down. You once again enter the long lines of catacomb-like wall structures. Head over to the altar and place the jar on top. It's a perfect fit. But two holes still remain, and two large staircases go left and right. Right. Which way will they choose next time? We'll probably decide off air
0: in this episode of There Will Be Dungeons. Nice, very nice. I want to go to Grandma Granny's house, or sorry, what is it? What's your name again? <laughs> Grandma Granny. Grandma, what is it? Grandma Granny. Grandma Goggles. I want to go <laughs> to Grandma Goggles. Goggles' house. Goggles Granny. Sorry, and I want to. I want to hang out and find out what all kinds of old shit you have on the wall and all that kind of stuff. I think that'd be fun. That'd be all right. So, if you guest star again, you'll have to open your home to us. Uh,
5: yes. <laughs> Somebody
4: tells me I don't want to open my shop to you specifically.
0: Probably don't. That's probably a bad idea. Uh, you'll
2: be haggling with them for
0: hours. That's so right.
2: There. <laughs> this potion, it's
0: uh, too much. <laughs> what kind of discount do yeah, you get? give? me a better deal. I give you a potato, you give me a better deal. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, there you go, chat. That was way fun. I uh, really enjoyed tonight's session. And if you did, too, uh, why don't you send us emails and tell us what you thought. It's uh, easy to do. And it's there. Uh, Will be therewillbedungeons.com has a little link. And you just hit it. And boom, you're sending us a message. We need more questions for our bonus show coming up at the end of the month as well. So no harm in getting some of that stuff done early. And as a reminder, you can be a part of the show in a much bigger and more meaningful way by becoming a Dungeons Plus member at ThereWillBeDungeons.com. Sign up and get cool artwork every month. Let's just say there's a potato coming to you people right now, uh, as, as well as some other things. So if uh, if you want to do that, get bonus content and uh, support your favorite D&D show. That's the place to do it. That's ThereWillBeDungeons.com. And that's going to do it. Carter, thanks for being our uh, guest today. That was great. Thanks
4: for having me. Yeah. I we'll enjoyed ha- it.
0: We'll have dinner great later, job. you and I. I don't know what we're going to eat tonight, but we'll find something to eat. We'll find uh, food. Uh, Well done, everybody else. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all once again uh, for listening. And don't worry, we'll be back next time with more. And when we do, why you'll be surprised, thrilled, excited and hopeful on the next There Will Be Dungeons, we'll see you then.